Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. As we kick off another week of fun here, joining you in the studio this evening, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Uh, Dale, you were out last week on Monday because you had gone to, I think it was Atlanta, for the Gay Laxicon. That's right. Tell me about that. It was a gay and lesbian science fiction convention in Atlanta. It was a, it was a blast. Yeah. So um, any highlights? Anything you, you want to share? I get to meet, um, let's see, I got to meet Amber Benson. Who's that? She's, from, she's, she's Tara from the uh, Willow and Tara lesbian couple on, on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, okay. okay. She was there. She, uh, she was really friendly. Um, and it was a very cozy convention. So it's like you go to a panel with her and it was like just a bunch of people in the room chatting. It was really cool. Like how many people were attending this? Uh, a couple hundred people. Okay. So the, now, hold it, on. It, can, it can be more. It can be a few hundred more than that at times, depending. But um, but yeah, it, it tends to be cozy compared to like something like Dragon Con, which is tens of thousands. Yeah, they've, they've got really some huge uh, comic book and sci-fi conventions out there. There's no doubt about it. Um, I guess my question is this: uh, this gal, whom Amber, someone whom I have no idea. You, I'm, I'm not the one to talk to about uh, you know, actors and actresses. Is she actually uh, a lesbian, or no, does she just not. play one on TV? She just plays one on TV. Yeah. And why would they invite that? The person like that? She's she's um she's in, she's done a lot of great media for the gay LGBT okay. audiences. Okay. So yeah, and uh, not just that, she's also been in in like a movie called. Uh, I'm trying to. I can't remember the name of the movie off the top of my head. I think it's. So was but, she uh, like a keynote speaker or on a panel or something like that? She was on a. She had she had a couple of panels actually, mm-hmm. and and you know. I guess the gay community doesn't need to work real hard to get people into the acting community, so there's no real reason to to uh, particularly get a gay actor in there to kind of give advice on. Well, you know how you. How well, there's you do that, that too. I mean, there's authors, and a lot of it's authors. You know, there's a lot of books, sure, book promotion, sure. and things like that. And um, specifically, of a the, gay uh, science gay lexicon is attended by uh, J- um, Gerald. Oh, I'm blanking. Don't worry about it. So the books now the books are are they essentially gay stories within the science fiction universe? Is that what's yeah. being focused on? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's interesting. With with sex and everything. I'm not familiar <laughs> with yeah. You know, none of these have crossed my desk. You know, well, Mark's always was, looking for new reading material. Who's your really. favorite author? I, I've actually pretty much stopped reading for for pleasure. What really? surprised me was how many of these books that were full of gay, like a lot of gay male romances, are written by like middle aged straight women. That's oh really? Funny. Yeah, and yeah, it's it, it was uh you know a lot of the authors there were straight women, huh. um, and but yeah that's uh that was fun. So how did you do? I know that you had kind of had a side mission of maybe doing a little bit of self promotion for your radio program, uh, Prometheus Unchained at flamingfreedom.com. dot com. You've had some flyers printed up and everything. How did that go? That was cool. I got, I had them sent straight to the hotel because they were gonna it was coming up to the last minute and they kept messing things up. Mm-hmm. So we had them sent straight to the hotel and. Uh, and I handed out flyers and promoted the show, and we we did a live broadcast of the show there. Uh, did you really? Well, not not we didn't. I, I don't mean to be confusing. We played the show in a conference room so people could come in and listen to it and call oh, cool. in. And we did get several authors and stuff call in. Did you have to like pay for the opportunity to do that, or nope. how did you hook that up? No, nope, I just worked it out with the with the convention. And That's pretty great. They let us use a room. Right on. Mm-hmm. So will you be going back uh, back next year? Uh, next year it's in Minneapolis, uh, and then Atlanticon is every year in Atlanta. This year it was merged with Galaxicon, but Galaxicon will be in Minneapolis next year, so I might go to that too. And I know a lot of people in New Hampshire that want to go, so we Hopefully. might be able to make a big carpool. 
Toll-free number tonight here, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything you want. Of course, the biggest liberty-oriented convention of the year is coming up here in approximately four weeks. Uh, we'll tell you more about the Porcupine Freedom Festival here in a moment. Uh, 1-800-259-9231. Of course, there's also some news that we didn't get to on Saturday night, including the No Dancing Allowed provision according to some court was it a supreme court thing mark and i don't think it had gotten there that dc circuit uh court dc circuit so lower level court deciding that it's apparently not allowed it is completely completely appropriate for the government to arrest people for dancing at the jefferson memorial i suppose if they give them a warning i guess if they give them a warning then they can be arrested no i'm just people were arrested correct one it's one called lady. the Jefferson One. We actually did we interview her or just talk to somebody about her? I forget. We certainly talked. It's been years, yeah. I think. Um, but I we certainly talked about it exhaustively. So there was a young lady, a liberty minded lady, from what I understand, who had showed up. I believe it was Jefferson's birthday. She had showed up to dance in celebration. Am um, I correct that, on that? The, the specifics I don't have as to why they were there. I do know that she was dancing late at night at the Jefferson Memorial okay, and was essentially asked to stop or something by security. By some uppity security guard. And then maybe she wasn't uh, – she didn't grovel enough. I believe, by the way, that she was silently dancing. I don't think they were playing music She was either. expressively dancing, yeah. Right. And I wonder how many people were there late at night at the Jefferson Memorial who could be bothered by this act. Uh, a few you know, was the really? answer. Okay. Very were few. they there with her, though? Or? Uh, few. I'm just saying few. Uh, uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, the, I believe the people were with her. So tell me what happened, Mark. Okay. So this is from Volco.com. No constitutional right to dance in the Jefferson Memorial. So today's, this is from May the 17th. It's a little old, but uh, still relevant. We need, to, we need to update on this story. Today's D.C. Circuit decision in the... Oberwetter versus Hilliard, concluding that, one, the Jefferson Memorial is a non-public forum Hmm. in which reasonable viewpoint-neutral restrictions are permissible. So Run that by me one more time. Reasonable reasonable viewpoint-neutral restrictions? Reasonable viewpoint-neutral restrictions are permissible. What the hell does that mean? I have no idea. I mean, I can only read the article. I, I, you know, I mean, I've read it. Three times. I don't know what courts mean when they say stuff, Ian. Well, reasonable, of course, is code word for anything we say. Yeah. Because anything they say is reasonable. That's it. I mean, that. well, that's the end of it, right? What were the other two words again? Reasonable what restrictions? <laughs> Viewpoint neutral restrictions. Viewpoint neutral restrictions. Meaning that my interpretation of this is that, uh, not that my interpretation matters, but viewpoint neutral, meaning we can restrict your expression of anything that we think is beyond neutral. I guess. I don't know. I don't know who's, and, whose viewpoint needs to be neutral. That dancing sounds incredibly is, arbitrary. What is considered neutral? It is neutral arbitrary. Every time who, they say reasonable, you can insert the term arbitrary. Yes. Well, well whatever the man in the badge says at the time is, is what, we'll, uh, what we'll support here on mm-hmm. the court. And so viewpoint neutral. Boy, that sure does sound like a real significant restriction on freedom of speech. Well, I guess, you know, I, I was trying to think about this. Like, try to imagine for a second if every week, um, every Sunday at 10 a.m., you went and held your, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to pick a really, uh, you know, bombastic type of religion here. So you, you held your satanic ritual, um, and, you know, that doesn't include killing chickens or anything like that. You you had your, your Sunday morning Satan uh, church at the Jefferson Memorial. 
Mm-hmm. Do you think that that would be an unacceptable practice of freedom of speech? If it's public property, and they're saying it's not basically public it is property. A, they're calling it a non-public forum, meaning that you wouldn't be able to do, do or say whatever you want in it, I'd say. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, I mean, it's there for a specific purpose, and that is to celebrate the guy, Thomas Jefferson. Now, in my opinion, this girl was doing exactly that, and so therefore her behavior should be fine. However, I can kind of understand why they wouldn't the, the federal government wouldn't create a monument to Thomas Jefferson and then want you doing whatever it is that you want, whenever you want, for however long you want. So, so much for the First Amendment, freedom of speech, right to assemble. Me? I, I have a problem with public property in general, okay. and I think that this is the this is one of the problems that it creates. But don't you agree that if public property is going to exist, then indeed anybody should be able to perform whatever kind of silent dance they want to on it? I think that this is or I think this satanic is, ritual. I think that they should sell the Jefferson Memorial to the Jefferson Memorial Foundation so that a private organization can uh, you know run this thing. They built it at the at the very least at this point. Turn it over to a private entity so I don't have to pay to maintain it. In that case, if it's private property, then that private property owner can set whatever rules he wants. That would be my opinion yeah. on it. I mean, I do think you know. So, so you live in this sort of world of trying to create something reasonable out of a, an entity that is the government. That is unreasonable. If I have to pay my money into this, sure, I want to be able to do whatever I want on all government property because I paid my money right. into it. And but to do anything otherwise creates a slippery slope where if you open up to where, okay, well, no longer will we have non-reasonable viewpoint on the sidewalk restrictions. Right. But, uh, well, more coming up here. 800-259-9231. Liberty Maniacs is the largest online Liberty brand. Featured the most comprehensive selection of original posters, stickers, apparel, embroidered hats, and over 100 different products from around the world. From hilarious satire to hard-hitting artistic commentary, Liberty Maniacs is devoted to outfitting the Liberty movement with intelligent, eye-catching, and fashionable gear that expresses your personal dedication to Liberty. Best of all, Liberty Maniacs offers a no-hassle money-back guarantee on all products. LibertyManiacs.com. Wear something worth saying. is Free Talk Live. We invite you to take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that you'll find there completely free. We've got listening options. Around the clock, you can listen to the latest episode of Free Talk Live via broadband or dial-up flavor streams. They are free, of course. Plus, we'll list you all the 98 great radio stations that this show appears on throughout the week uh, over at listen.freetalklive.com. You can access that information, details about our satellite uh, channel listening, uh, satellite listening options, including XM and our free-to-air satellite channel, plus the webcam, the listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance and listen that way as well. Go get details on all of that over at listen.freetalklive.com. And I mentioned the Porcupine Freedom Festival a moment ago. It is the largest liberty-oriented event of 2011, and it's going to be happening June 20th through the 26th. Not too late for you to get to get, you know, get it together uh, and get on up here to New Hampshire and join up with hundreds, maybe even over a thousand uh, liberty-minded people, people who understand what the ideas of freedom are all about. It's, uh, it's a great social networking event. It's just a good time as well, just being in the woods there in uh, the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire at Rogers Campground. But most importantly, surrounded by other like-minded people and all kinds of activities and events and uh, speaking uh, engagements and such. 
will be happening. Family fun to agorism in action, live musical performances, karaoke, soapbox idol. There's a lot going on. In fact, I think that uh, the Silver Circle movie is planning to be premiered at this really oh that's uh, this pretty cool event. that yeah. is exciting and i've also heard that there may be and i please uh, don't quote me on these but because uh, we've been advertising silver circle uh, in their movie here on this this program in the past so they may be pre- uh, premiering and i believe the libertopia film may be premiering as well which is a movie a documentary film about the free state project about three of the movers uh, to the free uh, to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, so maybe some really neat uh, premieres, movie premieres at uh, Porkfest this year. So come on by. Uh, of course, Free Talk Live will be broadcasting live, and I'm sure a number of our co-hosts will be in attendance. So I expect uh, Dale for used to at yeah, least to spend some time with us uh, on the air. It's hard to it's hard to pull away from the rest of the fun of Porkfest because there's always multiple things going on at the same time, and it can be difficult sometimes to. Well, know, maybe my usual uh, Monday night won't be too much. It'll just be getting started so maybe it won't be ramped up too much but then again i might be parting my ass off already <laughs> so it's hard to say it's okay sure. we let that we'll bend the rules as far as partying on air for pork fest uh, normally drinking on the air is not allowed and i guess there's some sort of fcc regulation against it so well, we would ask well, that you take I, your sips away from your microphone I was gonna say, what if i show up like absolutely like, <laughs> having red eyed high and drunk and <laughs> <laughs> It has happened before, let me tell you. So uh, 1-800-259-9231 is our number here tonight. Go to porkfest.com to get registered, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. You can still use our discount code, Free Talk Live. All run together as one word to save 20% on the registration fee. Porkfest.com, you're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be a blast. So uh, we were talking about this story. It was a D.C. district court that ruled that a young lady... It was completely right for the police to arrest her for silently dancing in front of the Jefferson Memorial. I guess it was Jefferson's birthday. She was there to celebrate. It was midnight. By performing her own interpretive dance of some sort yes. uh, in front of the memorial. I a, imagine scarves and stuff. In uppity. <laughs> <laughs> well, it had to be something incredibly risque for them to crack down on her like that, right? I don't nah, know. She just wasn't doing what yeah, they I thought got, they should. I, I don't think it was, yeah. really. Yeah, well, somebody might see that as being disrespectful, and apparently they saw it as being a reasonable viewpoint-neutral restriction, according to the court. It was a completely okay. Not the dance, but the stopping of the dance. Right, the stopping. It's not to be uh, a violation of that. Correct. Uh, the stopping of it would be a reason. Uh, they would be stopping a violation of their reasonable viewpoint-neutral restrictions, which I still don't really know what that means. I don't know if they get into any more detail oh, yeah, in this piece. It goes on here. It says the government could therefore... Bar people from engaging in, inside the memorial, in picketing, speech-making, marching, holding vigils or religious services, and all other like forms of conduct which involve the communication or expression of views or grievances engaged in by one or more persons, the conduct of which has the effect, intent, or propensity to draw a crowd or onlookers. So that means that... Free speech, the First Amendment is not protected on public property of like the founding fathers and stuff like They're that. They're clear, yes. That's correct. Uh, the, the people that fought and uh, put their lives on the line for the ideas of freedom of speech at their memorials, that is not acceptable. Right. So essentially this is kind of backing up what has been happening. I mean there are plenty of instances where police and bureaucrats will restrict people's access to certain areas of 
what is so-called public property, and they'll come up with whatever reasons they have for it, and they're all clear violations of the First Amendment, to yep. me at least. My reading of you know the First Amendment, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, which means you should be able to do your satanic mass at the, uh, the Jefferson Memorial, abridging the freedom of speech or of the press of the right to people to peaceably assemble, peaceably assembly, I think that would include quietly dancing in front of the Jefferson Memorial uh, and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. But clearly, they violated it all over the place, which uh, gives you know brings me back to my point that I was uh, going to make for the break about how it, this is an open door to the slippery slope. I mean, essentially... The slippery slope is... Uh, the, the door has long since been right, open. Right. We're, we're sliding down the slope. Okay, this is an indication that, that we are down... We're halfway down, you know, at this point, that the government is justifying now all of its restrictions that uh, they have placed in various different venues based on wording like well, we can use reasonable viewpoint neutral restrictions. And so anywhere we want to restrict your viewpoint, we will consider that reasonable. So on any government property that we think that you should shut up on, we'll just go ahead and apply this rule. And whether it be at the Jefferson Memorial or whether it be over in Orange County, Florida, at the courthouse there, which we've talked about recently, where a man in a robe has decreed that no one shall engage in any kind of uh, protest or outreach activities or anything of that sort uh, anywhere within the entirety of the complex, with the exception of very specifically defined, placed out of the way, so-called free speech zones. Now, he used a different term for it, but essentially that's what they are, free speech zones. That's correct. And so once people allow this to happen, and in many cases they will allow this to happen, will people go to D.C.? The people, the so-called liberty-minded people that are in D.C., the Beltway libertarians, most of them, are they going to show up at the Jefferson Memorial to have a mass dance in? Because that would to me, be the appropriate way to respond to a court decision like this would be to bring 10 activists there or 15 or 20 activists or as many as you can round up because in this case it was just the young lady, which of course usually when you're doing activism, if you do it alone, it's easy to get screwed over. So bringing a bunch of activists to show up at that one location at a specific time, a a crowd burst as uh, one activist recently put it, uh, to do some dancing in front of the security guards and see what they do, that would be the way to challenge this because that's the only way to challenge this. The courts are going to back this up. Okay, there's a chance if you took this to the Supreme Court level that they might overturn this. There's a slight I don't know. chance. I think that I don't think that that's the case. I mean, but how much me, are you going to spend to take it to the Supreme Court? Agreed. Uh, that much is true. I, I, uh, you know, it's going to cost a lot of money, and I have to, you know, when when in inserting my brain into this weird world of legal land, I have to agree to some extent with the judge's um, uh, you know assertion here that when you when the government builds a monument to Jefferson that there have to be that the, the government in itself has to be able to control to some extent what goes on there I have a problem with government property in general and I think that that leads to problems like this but you know I, I, I you can't do satanic mass every Sunday at four at 10 a.m you should be able to one 800 259 don't you think 800 259 of course I also agree that public property should be abolished and Dale you had an issue with that the Ruger lc9 compact powerful and perfect for personal protection 
The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there for free. So enjoy those, and you can get updates. We'll key, uh, clue you in whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. If you are following us on our various different updates, delivery methods, including email, Twitter, and Facebook. You can sign up for any one or more than one of those for free, of course, over at news.freetalklive.com. That's news.freetalklive.com. You know, thanks to all the people who have been buying on this uh, little little dip in the price of gold and silver for Free Talk Live. There's just been a tremendous amount, Ian. Really? I, I, yeah, I just got the the numbers today. And Good I'm to know. really surprised um, with how many people were purchasing. But gold and silver, still on a little dip. Now's the time to buy. Buy the dip. You can do so at gold.freetalklive.com. Presuming it's a dip. I mean, maybe it's a dip. We were just talking about food prices in the uh, break, Oh, man. Right? Yeah, what did you see, Dale? Talk about these food prices that you saw, because it's crazy. I watched, well, the, the, you know, you pay attention to the things that you buy. You right. kind of know, oh, I'm going to go to Walmart today and get the thing that I buy every week, and you know exactly to the penny what the price is. You right? do. There's a... <laughs> I don't. I do. Okay. You don't buy stuff, I do you, Mark? I, I push the cart around. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I'll just talk um, with Dale about this then. Yeah. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Nuclear Family over there. Yep. Um, you can just be outraged. It's a housewife that does all the shopping and plans, does all yeah. the financial planning in the house. And she anyway, does. just well, she doesn't do the planning; she does the implementation. Yeah. Well, I watched. Uh, I watched a block of cheese that I used to buy quite regularly, and I actually quit buying it there and bought it somewhere else. Uh, I watched it go from seven dollars, actually like six ninety eight. It's a fancy cheese. Uh, it's a big block, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, big. it's 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 like really sharp cheddar. Gotcha. Uh, go from like from seven um, six ninety eight or something to just short of ten dollars in the, just a few months. Jeez. And so I don't know if it's a if the dairy industry is feeling something. Everything it like is. It, I mean, it's it's like gasoline. Cream. It's uh, inflation. The fact that the Federal mm-hmm. Reserve has been printing the money, but not everything went up. Is the thing. So I yeah. think there's yeah there's inflation at everything, but so there's other things that seem like certain industries. Um, uh, grain. It could be well, a, ne- a side effect of grain because they're feeding the animals with grain. I, and I don't know. Let me pop in here for a second. The uh, so I was talking to a manufacturer recently, or you know, actually he's a retail uh, wholesaler. But anyway, he was saying I just can't raise my prices right now. And basically, what he was pointing out was that his competition hadn't yet either. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to raising prices, you're not necessarily seeing the same percentage as the end consumer. You know, the the the, the manufacturer isn't necessarily passing on the cost to you every single time they're waiting until their competition does you know breaks ranks and then they'll break follow or whatever one of them will try to break ranks first you know they just can't handle you know not passing on the price so they the fact is that's what we say when we say the inflation of the um, monetary 
tends to increase prices. That's why you say tends, because it doesn't necessarily do it. Well, right, because industry can become more efficient as well over time, and the efficiency of the marketplace and distribution systems and new manufacturing techniques can still bring prices down, even in the face of inflation. Yeah, and that's why you see certain things, in fact, still staying getting cheaper, and they use that to make it to hide inflation. Things yep, like electronics right. are almost always going down and getting better and better. Um, and then and then they use that to say, look, inflation isn't so bad. Never mind that most of what everyone has to spend their money on are the essentials. You know, not a, not a new computer, but food and clothing and things like that. And that's what's killing people. So I mean, here's my question regarding the the prices of the kind of the dairy oriented products, uh, because you had also mentioned cheese. You haven't said this on the air yet, but the other cheese, this cheese strips things, this uh, cheese sticks. I guess they yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure they were twenty five cents and they were like thirty three cents. Purse. So just buying them one off, or if you bought one, if you bought just one, and I, see. I and I, I believe the yeah, I believe the whole the pack is more too, but I didn't remember, I didn't memorize that price. I mean, those numbers that you're that you're citing are, are tremendous. Going from twenty five cents to thirty three cents, you're talking about about a fifty percent increase in price. Same thing with the the block of cheese going from seven ish to uh, what was it, eleven, twelve bucks, ten. Seven to ten. Seven to ten. That's almost again yeah, three, a fifty percent. Three fifty would increase. be fifty percent, so that's three dollars. Right. That's huge in just a just a few months' time. So you're, you're welcome to share what you've observed out there at the grocery store at 800-259-9231. But. And that's the point that I'm trying to make on gold and silver. These are commodities. Uh, admittedly, you know, there's people get excited and they'll drive the price up. And then mm-hmm. when they have what you call a correction and it yeah. comes down a little bit and then it gets driven back up. And I believe that that's what's going to happen. I don't I do know too. that it's going to happen. That's but, my belief as well. I, I had an opportunity to buy silver very recently and I didn't have I just don't have the cash to, to do it right now or I would have. Well, and then that's that's what I want to tell people is that I'm buying now if I mean, I'm it's only my best advice. Not that not that I know anything, but, uh, you know, I try to pay attention. And now you have to issue the disclaimer that I am not an economics advisor, a professional economics advisor. They know anything. (laughs) Those people should have to issue disclaimers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. People know I'm an idiot. I mean, those people. Just wanted to make sure we were clear. So we can come back and talk about the issue of public property and how to unpublicize it here in a moment. But first, let's talk to Jeremy. Listening in Illinois, you can bring up anything. Jeremy, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, yeah, um, I just had a comment. Um, My friend just got home from work, and he said that his boss's wife's brother was on the military ship, I guess, or whatever. And he said that they were... His body looked like it was frozen. Are you talking about Osama bin Laden's body? Osama bin Laden? Yeah. Hmm. All and right. it looked like it was frozen like the soldiers that were... Why know, would they, they bring, bring a frozen, frozen body, body onto a military a ship? I'm just relaying the, what I was told. Right. Yeah. And who was it? Your brother's wife's something or other? Brother's what? wife's brother? <laughs> no, boss's yeah. wife's brother. Yeah, right. So my, you're my, relaying some hearsay to us. Well, that's fine. I mean, yeah. you know, that's what well, it is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just, it, is. it is hearsay, but, yeah. you know, I don't see why he would work for the government and make the, you know, I just don't see why he would make it up and... I don't know. I well, we know they've made up a lot of things. Well, so. like, the biggest no, problem I'm, I'm I have with... I the government. I'm just saying as yeah. far as I believe, believe that he was already dead and frozen is my point. Okay. Okay. Um, I, you know, I've, I've speculated in my own mind on some uh, conspiracy theory type stuff as far as Osama bin Laden goes. It would make more sense to me that if the government did, in fact, go get him, uh, you know, a, a couple of uh, a week or two ago, whenever they did it, that they wouldn't have actually killed him when he was unarmed they wouldn't have executed him right. that they would have kept him as an important asset and just said they killed him so that people would you know leave him alone about it exactly but the problem with it is is that 
his daughter has, at least according to the news organizations, and there's a lot of news organizations from a lot of different countries, and that's why I tend to each of each of these news organizations going to have their own agenda, and they seem to all sort of be reporting that the daughter and the mother claim that they killed my daddy. That kind of thing. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's sick that they'd execute him right there unarmed, but... Jeremy, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate yes, hearing yes. from you at uh, 800-259-9231. Ben is in South Carolina. Ben, you're on Free Talk Live at the end. Dale and Mark. Hey, guys. Hey, Ben. Hey, I've been, uh... used to follow Mama Allie's little court case thing. But since she went off the grid, I was curious what happened with her lawsuit. Mama Allie. Now, Mama Allie is a, a lady that runs a ran a twenty four hour delivery food delivery business, a completely underground, um, I guess, gray market, black market, agorist, whatever you want to call it, uh, food delivery business. And she got into a situation where she was, I guess, at a nearby gas station for some reason, and she saw the police harassing a homeless guy, and she decided to go and videotape. And they then turned their attention to her, and one of the police proceeded to uh, attack her physically. She ended up being beaten pretty bad, and they of uh, course charged her for uh, you know uh, pushing her head and body against the billy club over and over again repeatedly. Right? Uh, gosh, if I'm re- I, I I can't say I could recall this correctly. I know that she she's couldn't called. go back or something like that. Yeah, like it's basically over. Some and issue where it didn't end up. She got time it served wasn't or positive. something. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't terrible either. Like, it yeah. could have been a lot worse for her, but it didn't. I mean, whenever you're dealing with bureaucrats, you're always going to try to minimize the damage. That's Time done. served on beating up the police officer's baton. Yeah. So it didn't. Kind of it thing. didn't. It didn't pan out particularly well for her. But then again, it rarely does when you're dealing with a situation where you've got a lone activist uh, trying to to do some level of uh, police watching style activism, and they just roll the whole system right on over top of you. She's she's not in jail at this time. Uh, I believe she's moved up to Tennessee and is doing some stuff up there. Anyway, I hope that helps. Thanks for the call. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever you'd like at 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nesquik. Try Nesquik 4-Packs, perfect for lunches and great for kids on the go. Look for it in the juice aisle. Snack time is a great chance to sneak extra calcium into your child's diet without making him feel like he's eating something he doesn't want. Serve up dairy-rich foods like smoothies, flavored milk, frozen yogurt, and string cheese. He'll love the treat, and you'll love knowing how good it is for him. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll free, bring up anything you want. Toll free number 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. Enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. All right, so 800-259-9231. By the way, if you want to support this radio program, you may do so by shopping with us. Just go to shop.freetalklive.com. You can order all kinds of things through our Amazon links there. We've got Amazon links for those of you in the U.S., in Canada, in the U.K., as well as Germany. You just click into the appropriate Amazon link for your country and get your shopping done. You're still going to get the same great Amazon deals that you're used to. Free Super Saver shipping on a whole lot of their brand new items and even used items as well. So get on over there and get your shopping taken care of at shop.freetalklive.com as we continue with your phone calls. Gene, the Christian anarchist in Tennessee on the Amp Lines. Hello, Gene. 
Hello, guys. I hey. thought I'd call about religion and politics. Sure, what's up? Go ahead. People uh, tend to give those a bad name because they don't like, they always say you shouldn't talk about religion and politics. And, of course, as a Christian anarchist, I like to talk about both. Yeah, it's so, funny. Anyway, um, you were talking the other day about levitating tables, and people have often asked me why I tend to believe in God. And really, that's one of the main reasons, is because as a child, we got our family got into this group that levitated tables. Well, now, we weren't necessarily talking about it, but somebody had called in to say they had experienced that at a Ouija board session where various different things were uh, levitating. Right. So anyway, we did that. I don't want to get into it in a big bunch of uh, detail or anything, but I have seen tables levitating with nobody touching them and no wires on them and, every, and so on and so forth. So Now, what were I the circumstances? This was things. like a group of people that you spent time with? This just wasn't like a one-off at a carnival or something like that? No, no, we did this ourselves. Actually, uh, it would take uh, like three people to perform this little seance where the table would levitate. And so uh, sometimes there were just the three of us, just people that I knew. These are not, I'm not visiting somebody else and watching their little performance. This mm-hmm. is stuff we did. Hmm. So I know. Is, how, do you do, how do you go about doing that? I don't want to get into all the details. Uh, <laughs> just let him say. You make claims like that. Let, I let got him finish his thing and then right, you can ask him about the levitating stuff. What I'm saying is that that's. One of the reasons I believe in God is because I've seen things that I know have no scientific explanation. So therefore, I've come to the conclusion that there is a God, there is a creator, and that the way politics gets involved in this is because politics or any kind of government is a substitute for God. In other words, it's an anti-Christ, because... uh, Looking as Christ as being the Creator, whoever you want to, however you want to define that, the Creator is the one who made you and has authority, proper authority over you as your Creator. The uh, government. Me, just one second, Gene. Uh, like so, Christians would claim that Jesus Christ is their Lord, and therefore any any other Lord that is above or you know equal to Jesus would therefore be an antichrist. And I think that this is the very best definition of an antichrist I've ever heard. And this just at this moment, uh, I you know really all put it together. So this is what the government absolutely does: is usurps the position of authority that in fact should be a Christ in a Christian's life. Interesting observation. And that's what, that's the main reason that I am in, in a Christian anarchist, because I don't believe in any earthly authority over man. The only authority over man could possibly be man's creator. And government is a fictitious entity, which we've discussed in the past. It's not a real thing. It's an, it's an idea. Mm-hmm. It exists only on paper. And it substitutes itself for your creator. It tries to provide for you. It tries to protect you. You have to pray to it. You have to pay tithing to it. I mean, everything that, re- that defines a religion is what the government is, only it's a false religion. Right. It's, so if, just imagine for a second whether, whether you, to decide whether or not the government is, considers itself to be above God, or whether or not you consider the government to be above God. In my opinion, Jesus said to render, as far as taxes go, to render under Caesar what is Caesar's, and I don't consider the dollars that I earn to belong to the government. So 
I believe I have a mandate from Jesus to, or, you know, God or whomever, not to give money to the government. So therefore, if I claim to the government that I don't have to do that, then what's the government going to do? In the same way, some people feel that uh, they should smoke pot to get closer to uh, Jesus or whatever. Whatever it is that they feel they should do, should they be able to do that? And what will the government do if they do? That, that answer was absolute genius, wasn't it? Render under Caesar what is Caesar's and God to God. Yeah, I, I think it was. I mean, if he says... It was, a, it was a superior answer from a superior being. Obviously, they tried to trick him and they couldn't. But, Ian, if you really want to know about seances now, now that we've gotten that subject... Yeah, I love well the covered, point that you made, Gina. It's very good. But, yeah, how do you levitate a table? Is it like chanting or... It you, is chanting. And it is, you know, I don't want to promote... Uh, table levitation. But here's the way it was done. Three of us would sit around a card table. There are four chairs. One chair is empty, of course. That's the chair that the spirit is supposed to sit in. Hmm. You put a candle behind the chair. I don't remember if it was left side or right side. I was young at the time. Hmm. You know, this is when I was in the, you know, preteen, probably 10, 11, 12. Were the other two people that were there with you also of your same age range? No, one was my mother and one was her friend. And, uh, there were other people uh, levitating another table in another area, and then there were times when we would levitate these, this table by ourselves, just me, my mother, and her friend. So uh, the way you do it is you sit around there and you chant, and you wait for something to happen. It might never happen. You might sit there and chant for half an hour and nothing happens. But then maybe uh, other times you'll chant, and all of a sudden the table will start to lift on the side where the chair is empty. Then, of course, you're supposed to be able to ask it questions, you know, and it's supposed to tap on the floor once for yes, twice for no, and you can ask it all these questions. you know. And Of course, if it's truly an evil spirit, it's going to lie to you, right? It's not going to tell you the truth. I mean, who would think that, the, that a spirit like that would tell you the truth? So anyway, you get these answer, question and answering session going, and uh, at one point during the session, we asked if we could all take our hands off the table and move away and it said yes so we all took our hands off there's the table sitting there with one end up in the air uh then we were able to run run our hands over the table under the table there are no wires there's nothing holding this table in the air and at one point somebody said well can i sit on the table end of the table that's levitated and the spirit said yes so this guy sit on the end of the table now these are just this is a folding card table. This is not a big, heavy wooden table. Mm-hmm. And so this guy is sitting on the edge of that card table, and it's twisting and turning, and, and you know, it is just barely holding on under its weight, but it's not going down to the floor. So I know That's incredible. It's an incredible saw. story. Now, I can't convince anybody else of this story, and I'm not, I'm not trying to. What are you going to do? I, I mean, like, what? How, how, as a talk well, show host, I would have I'm to, extraordinarily yeah. skeptical about, uh, you know, whether this really happened. Well, and I, and but I don't believe you're lying. Right. I, I don't, I don't so, feel like you're, I don't feel like you are, I feel like you're convinced that, that this so happened. And so would I be skeptical? I'm not, I don't blame anybody for being skeptical. Sure. Right. I'm just saying this is why I believe there's a, uh, something beyond this life. This is... This is my experience that's convinced me. That's, I don't intend for this experience to convince any of you. Now, see, this is interesting that you would come to, like, to me, the A and B are unconnected. You, you've, you've seen something that is very amazing that, that I can't explain, um, uh, or, or you believe you have, and I believe that you're telling the truth. I don't know. I, I'm skeptical because I've never, ever seen anything like that. And so it's one of these things where, you know, it, it may, maybe it makes sense for you to believe something based on what you saw, 
but it doesn't it's it's not a very convincing argument obviously to someone who's never seen anything like that you know what i mean which which but, is um, why i don't typically use it as an argument to right. try and convince anybody it's but just, now well, why I do you just, how do you get from a to b though how do you go um table floating three inches off on one yeah. side of the floor and there's an afterlife like I, those don't because, connect it to me because this is a is a sign it's a sh- it's a show uh, or an explanation not an explanation but a demonstration of powers that are not scientific. That, that may very well be, but that doesn't mean there's an afterlife. You know what I mean? It's like this friend was telling me that he felt like he had communication from God. And I said, how do you, like, you're going to mean communication. How do you know you're not hearing from really advanced aliens? And he could never <laughs> yeah. answer that question. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't be able to answer it either. Well, so. it, and, and this is this is the thing about religion that, um, you know, the, I, it, what it is, is it is an interpretation of how to deal with the supernatural, whatever that is, whether that supernatural is, in fact, you know, alien beasts that like to fool with us or whether, mm-hmm. you know, it's really God. You know, I, I, I think that um, the religions or of some the metaphysical uh, souls or something like are that. just like the different style plugs when you travel around the world for power outlets. They're all different. You can't use in a United States plug and, and uh, you know, Denmark. So they're just different ways that people plug into this power source, whatever it is. They're trying to interpret it for themselves. They've come up with stories for themselves. And I think all those stories are fine. But it's the that power throwing people in. your creator. All right, Gene, I've got more questions for you on this uh, whole situation. You want to stick with us? All right. All right, more with Gene, the Christian anarchist here. Maybe you've got a question for him as well. 800-259-9231. Is it witchcraft to engage in this as a Christian? It sounds like it. More coming up here. 800-259-9231. Hour 2 next. Free Talk Live. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait. There's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to libertystickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. Libertystickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free as we launch here into the second hour of the program. You can bring up anything you'd like at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there for free. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening is Ian. And Dale. And Mark. Dale is here courtesy of his website, flamingfreedom.com. As we continue with your phone calls, Gene is on the line, the Christian anarchist calling from Tennessee. Gene, you're calling to explain to us one of the reasons why you believe in what you believe, a Christian uh, particular set of beliefs. And I thought it was interesting how you came about to this conclusion, and that is that you are essentially engaging in what sounds like witchcraft. Uh, you were talking about 
being at a seance where they had a table that was raising up on its own, allegedly, and you believe this with you know all your heart. This was a big uh, moment for you and that uh, you would ask questions of the supposed uh, spirit or whatever it was that was uh, levitating the table and that the table would be then, I guess, set on the floor for a brief moment uh, to answer the question. Was it one tap for yes, two for no? What was the, the deal? Yeah, that's correct. But it wasn't one seance. We did this many, several times. Multiple times. You were around, what, uh, 12 or 13 years old. Would this be something that is appropriate for you to do today as a Christian? No, I would not do this at all. Uh, I would no longer participate in such a thing because I don't believe that this ties you into the correct uh, spiritual mindset. I think that this is the, uh, the evil mindset. This is the mindset that gives us government. So uh, government is is uh, part of the witchcraft mindset, and certainly a seance is uh, part of that as well. Now, so why, do, why do you make that statement? Is it because you believe that you were in touch with evil beings in this uh, particular process? Oh, absolutely, yes. Why, and why couldn't it be that, good beings? It could be, I suppose. Uh, I guess because of my belief in Christianity, uh, I don't believe that those are good beings. Um, it was that was an eye-opening experience for me. That later on, uh, when I heard uh, the uh, fine points of Christianity, because now I'd gone to church my whole life, but that didn't mean I was a Christian. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what Christianity was because the church is, does a lousy job at teaching Christianity. So. When I finally did hear the true message of Jesus, then I became a believer, and these other experiences that I had as a younger man uh, started to fall into play, and, and they started to make sense to me. Did you ever do any things like uh, Ouija boards, or was it just the table thing? I had tried a Ouija board, but never had much experience, and never had much success with it. No. Now, you said that sometimes you would sit and uh, chant in order to get the table to levitate, uh, and sometimes you would just chant for a long time and nothing would happen. Of all the times that you did this, how many times did you have tables levitating versus not? Probably 50% of the time, and I suppose that uh, the entire time we were doing this, uh, I probably participated in it uh, maybe eight times. So I probably witnessed tables levitating four times out of those eight. How long would this session usually go on? I mean, once you actually got the the table levitating, at that point you said that questions would be asked, yes or no style questions. Obviously, you know, if you have some level of belief in this, uh, the Ouija board is always a question because there are people touching it. But with the table, you're saying it's the end of the table that no one is sitting at. It's a card table, so there's four sides to the table, and three would sit around the table. And so the end that no one, at which no one was sitting would be the one that is moving, whereas with a Ouija board, everybody's touching the, the object that is uh, that is moving. But clearly, are restricted by what sorts of questions you can ask. Uh, how how long would the interactions uh, go on? It was differing uh, differing lengths of time. It was basically uh, we believed that it was as long as the spirit wanted to talk to us, and then they would be gone. Now, everybody did have their hands on the top of the table with their fingers in a position where you know it's like you're touching the top of the table. You're on. Now, so your that, entire hand was on the top of the table. Just fingertips. Now, and your thumb, person, would your thumb be beneath the table? No. Okay. But obviously the person who's at the end opposite the empty table, I mean the empty chair, he obviously could push down on the table and pull it back towards him 
and make it appear that the other end was in the air. So there is that that type of fraud that could take place. Mm. However, when you have permission from the spirit to take your hands off the table and everybody takes their hands off the table, there is no longer any reason for that table to stay in the air. Mm-hmm. Were you ever in the position that was opposite the empty chair? I believe I was, but, you know, I can't recall for sure. Yeah. It's, but it's I believe, yes, I was. It would seem like, you know, these are, you know some of the facts would get blurry over time and things sure. like this. But, well, well, there's also, I, I wonder, too, like, if, did... Uh, did did you have parents that wanted you very much to share their religious beliefs and have a, have a desire for you to believe a certain thing? Well, no, because, uh, you know, my mother was Lutheran by background. We used to go to a Lutheran church. Why in the world would she be involved in uh, this kind of satanic ritual stuff? Well, I'm sure she didn't call it satanic. They were just I thought you saints. said she was involved, though. Yeah, she was. Yeah. But, okay. I mean, why would that be used uh, to try and influence me to believe in, in Christ? You know, it doesn't make sense. There was no, there was well, no. It overt, does make sense because it did, but that wasn't an overt message necessarily, right? I mean, that wasn't well, being presented, did, though. I mean, that, like you said, you know, this made you believe in an afterlife, and now you're you're prone, yeah, all, but from, it didn't from directly on to make be me, more receptive to religion in general. It didn't directly turn me into a Christian, though. I became a Christian many years later when I heard the the true message. And I could have just as easily have fallen into the black magic cult. I could have been a, a cultist all my life by now. So it could easily have backfired. It would not make sense to use that as a missionary tool, so to speak. Very interesting, Gene. I mean, I can't, like like uh, my compatriots well, I, here, I can't deny your experience. I think some people think, have had I some very powerful... But then again, it's, it's, maybe she wanted you to believe in the supernatural. Maybe, you know, that might have been, I don't I, know. Well, I mean, whether know, she did but, or not, whatever her intentions were, if the story is as Gene is recalling it, and that is that everybody removed their hands from the table, there would have to be some sort of elaborate ruse going on here. Uh, yeah. And you, you said you were allowed to inspect things as it was even being levitated. Um, so not that's, only that, we set it up ourselves in, in the cabin in the woods. I mean, we, uh, my wife's, my mother's boyfriend had a cabin in the woods in Minnesota, and we did it one weekend up there in the cabin, just the three of us. So all it is is a card table sitting in the middle of the room. Well, Now, uh, it, it, it would have to be rigged up with some very fancy machinery to make that thing live. it would sound like, yeah. Especially if somebody sits on the table, that, as you Well, that's kind earlier. of the, the old-style thing about uh, levitating tables, is there's like this wrist attachment thing that, uh, you know, the, that the guy who does it is uh, kind of doing. Now, you know, the idea that parents, you know, parents might be playing with you to some extent. I don't know if that's the case, but, you know, parents do this. Uh, take a, take a uh, for instance, the Santa Claus myth. I mean, uh, or the you don't Bunny. actually see someone come down the chimney typically yeah. with Santa Claus. But you see the guy and, like, you know, you get taken to see the guy beforehand. You get the president's I'm going to tell you guys my Ouija board experience after. Oh, yeah, so, I hear that. I mean, I'm just, I, it's just, these are just things I, I that people just, will I, do. I would just like to say one more thing, and sure. that is... I do tend to lean towards science. I'm a scientific-minded person. I worked with the Nevada Terawatt facility in Reno, Nevada, and I understand a bit about science. And even as a young man, I was interested in science. And we tried to analyze uh, this table levitating thing even right after the experience when we were driving back from the event. We were saying, well, maybe it's magnetic field that they're using to lift yeah. the table, or maybe it's this or that. We tried to analyze every possible situation, and we could come up with no explanation. So, I, I will say this. Um, uh, the, the, the whole, like, 
because you don't know how something happens does not make it like I hate the word. I actually hate the word supernatural in the most contexts because anything that happens is natural. Just because you don't understand it doesn't mean it's supernatural. It's a good there, point. There's a lot well. of there's science out there that we can't even begin to wrap our heads around. I mean, there's. Well, there, I've I mean, had other things happen too. You know, where I where I felt that something was going to happen that you know the chances of it occurring were zero. You know, a million to one. And oh yeah, there's some really uncanny. I mean, even if there's afterlife, there. then it's a natural thing. That if you right. if there are spirits going around and they're at this perhaps unknown, unexplored would be a better it, way it, to put that. It, it, yeah, I, I just the, the term supernatural bugs me. It's not unnatural. It's just you don't understand it yet. So and you might a, not for generations. An un a, an ununderstood or non understood uh, natural phenomenon. How about that? Yeah. Uh, thanks for the call tonight, Gene. Excellent. You're uh, welcome. Thoughts and very intriguing. 800-259-9231. Coming up, Dale's Ouija Board Experience. It's Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. And on the website, you'll find uh, different things like that, all for free, like our mobile site. Go to m.freetalklive.com. And you can access our streams quickly as well as the podcast there, M as in mobile.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live is brought to you by SACL CAI. Do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections? SACL CAI does collections, early outbilling. They purchase charged off receivables. They do it in a fashion that's respectful to the people that you uh, uh, that they're contacting that you've given to them. They know that you want to collect your money, but you also want to keep your clients, too. It's SACL, C-A-I. You can see their banner. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page at freetalklive.com. All right, 800-259-9231, the uh, SACL CAI toll-free line as we continue here. We've kind of gotten off into a subject, and we can come back to this whole dancing at the uh, Jefferson Memorial uh, in a little bit if we want to. But we've gone off on the subject of witchcraft, and Gene, the Christian anarchist, called in to say that when he was a teenager, he experienced something that was very persuasive uh, to him, and that is this table levitation whether it was a trick or not, certainly uh, those who are of a skeptical mindset would uh, would believe that it uh, absolutely was trickery. Uh, but Gene was convinced. He believes that you know he inspected this table and he believes that uh, the people that were there were not in on something, and that even if they were, that it would have been incredibly difficult uh, to pull off with the the setup that they had uh, with this levitating table ostensibly used to connect to so-called spirits, so the spirits could answer yes or no questions. Uh, we'll continue here in a moment with your phone calls, but Dale, you actually wanted to share your Ouija board story. Sure. I mean, I guess I got kind of inspired by Jane's little thing. I'll do my Ouija board experience. All right. Um, and I don't know what to make of it. I really, I, it's one of these things I, I don't know what to think. Um, How old were you? I was, I was pretty young. I was in grammar school. 
I remember I was young enough to be very, very upset by this experience and hmm. and to take it very, uh, you know, very. What were your religious heart. beliefs, if any, at the time? Um, I would say I guess I was technically still being, you know, I guess I was still still technically basically a Christian. Okay, but I don't know really what I I don't know. I mean, I guess I was kind of um still st- fairly open minded and everything at the time, and um, you know, young enough that I was still. I I don't think it was I, I don't think I was like pre Santa Claus age. I okay. think I was pretty young, but but you know not that was, young. So tell me about what what happened. Okay, so uh, a spirit claimed to be uh, I can't remember his name and everything. You and your friends. Spirit, I mean, how many friends? My were dad we talking about? and my dad. my dad was there, and my stepmother. And it was like me and my dad, and I I don't remember if my stepmother was in on it. Okay, or doing using the Ouija board, and we were asking spirit questions. The spirit claimed to be an executioner. Like, that's what he was uh, in his life. You know, he asked him mm-hmm. what his occupation was. And, you know, my dad was asking him, so, you know, you did, you were just the tool or something. You weren't the, you know, like, not the judge, jury, and executioner, obviously, just the, ex- you know, whatever. And, and that was kind of creepy. Yeah. Remember that? Did you have, like, candles lit? Was it dark in the room? No, I don't yep. think it was, actually. we I think we had all the lights on and everything. Uh, to my recollection, I think we just had all that? the lights. And, um, and at one point I asked, I had just, my mom had just given away our dog, to go in this home, to live in this home out in the country. And you know, she claimed that we were not taking care of it and everything. It was one of my favorite pets uh, in my memory. Sparky uh, went to the big ranch. Uh, Shep. <laughs> Shep was a half collie, half German Shepherd mix. Where he can and, run and play and frolic right. with the other dogs and animals at the farm. So right. you asked the executioner about Shep? I asked, how, how, was, how is Shep doing? <laughs> you know, how is my dog Shep doing? And, uh, or, or is he okay is what I asked, I believe. And, and he said no. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> and and I freaked out. I was crying. I ran away crying and and was really depressed for like, oh, I don't know how long, I, for days at least, you know. It, it really was a traumatic, a fairly traumatic experience for and me. And the supposition is... And that, then all of a sudden, so, my parents are trying to tell me, Dale, it, 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 he, he, he's probably just messing with us. We don't really know. I mean... You don't, or maybe it's not real or something. They were trying to calm me down. And so what are the odds... Stepmother. That, all right, so if it was you and your dad that were on the... What do, you, what do you call that thing? That's the board. No, no, no. There's there's something you push around. It has to have a stylus. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a stylus. I don't so, remember what it's called. So if it's just you and your dad, it could just be a glass. But yeah, whatever it is. If you if it's you and your dad that are on the indicator, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I think it was just are, dad yeah. that are touching this. Why would he answer no to that question? I mean, if he were masquerading as this executioner spirit that had taken over, why well, would he? The story isn't done give, yet. I know, but okay. just why would he give the uh, the answer of no, which would be very could be very upsetting to you? As a, yeah, as and a like I said, child. I was traumatized for days at right. least, and they were trying to at that point they were trying to console me and say, was you your dad to, mean typically to you? Did he do mean? No, things? no. Okay, no, he played jokes on me, but this is not. This I did see. not feel like one. I mean, it's not the kind of thing he would do. I mean, especially like afterward, immediately he was consoling me. He didn't yeah. say I was just I just, I did it. Dale. I was just joking. You know, he didn't say anything like that. Okay. He just said, well, you know, it, 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 it maybe it doesn't mean anything. Maybe it's not really working. Or maybe it, this, the spirit is really just, just playing trying, a joke. To, trying sure. to torment you. And it's, you know, All you right. know he's an so evil spirit what? or something. And um, and then like it was years later. I was, so I, that was it. As soon as you got that no answer, that was the end of that session? Yes. That was over. Okay. Yes, I didn't get on it again that night right. uh, or any time in the immediate future after that. Um, I, um, so years later, um, I, was, I was actually talking to my grandmother. And at this point, I was like a teenager or something. Mm-hmm. It's many years later. I was a y- uh, young adult, uh, basically. I think I was uh, maybe even 18, 19. Right. Um, many, many years later, I asked my you know, I mentioned this. I can't, this came up with my grandmother. And she said, Dale, we, uh, we never did tell you, but... The, uh, the, um, when Shep was being taken to the new home, 
uh, he jumped out of the car and, and got hit by a car. Like he was dead. Oh man! Within a couple of days of when he left, within the day the day he left, uh, he jumped out of the car and tried to go back, tried to run back to our house and got hit oh, by a car. Jeez, jeez, sad so, story. Yeah. Oh man, I thought you were gonna say like you did the Ouija board again and the executioner came back or no, something no, like that. No. no, okay. No, it was just one of those things that like it, w- it was right and uh, yeah. You know, what does that make you think? I mean, what do you? I don't. Do you it think doesn't about make me that? think. I don't know what to think about it. it I mean, reflecting really, really now because I'm trying to picture like it's like you said. I can't picture my dad making it say no. Period. And uh, he never came clean either way. Either whether he, he did never did have say anything about it ever again. <laughs> spooky stuff he tried man. to play it down if anything yeah. like oh no it doesn't mean anything you know it, it if your stepmom was on uh was your dad and your stepmom correct uh, yeah she would was she there been, and would, she would, probably would, knew about shep as well if I she guess. was in on the the touching which you don't recall whether she was or not, i don't think she, she in, i don't think she was i think it was just me and my dad but if she, she was, was would she have been likely to do something mean like that no i don't no. think so no, I really don't think so. Yeah, what do you I think, Mark. I don't know. I, you know, I, I, what I, what this draws me to uh, once again is the Santa Claus Easter Bunny analogy, where parents tell lies to their kids, uh, it, you know, for entertainment value. But this, now, this is not. You don't make your kid. Angry I don't and know sad who his dad though. is, and his dad told he him the truth. He knows who his dad is. His dad told him the truth. Shep wasn't doing well. Right. He was road meat. So well, uh, that I was wonder, the executioner you know, it, it, that told him. But my dad was controlling it subconsciously. Did my dad say no? And not not meaning to consciously say no, but maybe subconsciously, because there's no doubt that that that, that thing gets pushed by people. There's oh, nothing. Clearly. I mean, you 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 move it without realizing it. They've done a lot of studies mm-hmm. that um that you that you move things without realizing it. There's a there's another thing you do where you how hold, could you move it without realizing you hold something that hang it from a string and it starts moving eventually. Well, yeah, your hands moving it. If you imagine it moving in a certain direction, but but don't consciously do it, you are moving your hand and making it move. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can the take other thing control. I was thinking of that uh, was campfire stories. I mean, parents love to sc- and older people love to scare the crap out of younger That's people true. with campfire stories. That's true. 1-800-259-9231. But how many people tell campfire stories about their dogs getting killed? More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. You can share your story if you want. Take control of the airwaves. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-800-259-9231. Whether you want to talk about dancing at the Jefferson Memorial being illegal or weird stuff like Ouija boards. That's what we've been talking about here in your experiences with them. Uh, slash uh, one caller talking about levitating tables, uh, very persuasive experiences people are having. Of course, the skeptics are, I'm sure their ears are all a perk, and uh, they're very, very upset that uh, that we would even broach such a subject. Well, you know, I mean, the, what, what are you going to say to 
uh, for instance, Gene the Christian Anarchist or Dale's story here. You you have people's stories. I'm they, a, I'm skeptical, by the way, myself. Right, right. I, I I don't I'm of not own a story. believer in in ghosts and stuff like that. Just so you know, I just I'm just saying that's an experience I had, and it was weird. That's all I'm saying. The experience is what the experience is as they remember it. I don't I can't you know I, if you don't have video, yeah, what can you do if you weren't there? What can you do? Even video. In fact, I think it's totally explainable by my dad moving it subconsciously without consciously meaning to upset me um you know he honestly believes a spirit is moving that thing but it's not a spirit's not moving it he is uh i am maybe to some extent and how do you know he hasn't become a portal for that uh for that that spirit the thing (laughs) from beyond ultimately no but i don't have much reason to believe that i really don't I, well, and you could have just been if, – if you're talking about the subconscious moving, I don't know. You could just as easily have moved it uh, there because you believed it. You, It was a fear of yours. So yeah, rather than actually knowing well, when what When it the started was, moving in that direction, maybe I'm, you know, just, you know, mm. in, in, in moving it, you know. I don't claim to do anything about realizing it. it because, right. like, you know, I'm starting to believe, oh, it's saying no, and I'm, you know, you don't consciously push it, but there's no doubt about it. I mean, they've done studies. People move those things. You are moving it, you know, and it's, if you have multiple people, you know, touching the thing, then it doesn't take much. The, the point of those things, it takes so little effort at all to get them to move. You know, you don't, you're not, you don't have to effort. You don't have to push on it with mm-hmm. any effort. It will move with just a little bit of, you know, one direction or another. It's going to start moving. And, you know, we got to you and your thoughts here in a moment. Well, I, I want to point out real quick that discounting someone's experience is a surefire way, or at least darn close to surefire, to get them to ignore the rest of the things you say mm-hmm. after you discount their experience. Mm-hmm. If you don't get in their world and experience their thing they don't care what you have to say right. you know when uh the guy called in over the i think it was on saturday night about this uh and brought up the the tables maybe it was friday whatever whenever they called in uh the gentleman called saturday saying that it, the reason i picked on him versus green uh, gene the christian anarchist was because this guy called the claim that he did it all scientific like yeah we had scientific tests of the you know table scientific tests without video right and i said wait where are your where's your evidence where is your <laughs> Where is your uh, your scientific report? Where is your video footage of this? How can we duplicate your supposedly scientific tests? So essentially I was calling him out on his claim that it was in any way scientific, uh, the tests that were done. If you want to call and claim that you had a personal experience, I can't discount that. I can't say anything to that. Like Michelle Seven you know, told me her story about when she believed she you know, essentially had a conversation with God. I have no reason to disbelieve what it is that she experienced. I mean, things like that can be very, very um, intense and yep. interesting. And I, again, let's go to you and your thoughts, your stories. Uh, Chris is listening in Indiana. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Chris. Hey. Hey, Chris. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, uh, I was just calling to uh, – I called last week and I uh, talked about um, a passage in the Bible. Um, I found it. It's Matthew 6, 5, and it goes something like this. Um, written by Matthew, um, so I'm sure Jesus didn't say these exact same words. I'm sure, like, you know, it's through a friend. It goes like this, And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be in, not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. And basically what that says to me is that a synagogue is like a church, mm-hmm. and... I don't know, uh, the church has a saying, what would Jesus do? And 
what I think Jesus would do would be to oppose the church. Um, it sure sounds so like uh, he's no fan of praying in public. Uh, that that much I understand. Well, well, it was for sh- that is it was not very sincere, right? It was for show, is for other people to see more than for God to communicate more mm-hmm. than to communicate with also God. at the time frame uh, you're talking about 2000 years ago a person may get more public stature for being pious and standing in this on a street corner and praying uh you may people may look at him oh there's a pious man whereas now if you stand in a street corner and pray people kind of move around you because you're weird <laughs> so <laughs> for the purpose that jesus is talking about here which is to get uh you know one's uh, the the admiration of man you're not going to get that anymore so i don't know that this really applies very much thanks chris for the well, call tonight i appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231 let's talk to arid listening in georgia arid you're on free talk live with the entail and mark arid in georgia no, uh, Erod. Erod, what's on your mind? Apologize. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, hey, hey, you know it's kind of ironic you're talking about Ouija board. Let me tell you about my experience. And first of all, I, I guess I, I want to, you know, source credibility. First of all, I'm as stable as you want to get. Okay, I'm an engineering discipline. You know, I'm and I'm, I'm trained to think, you know, logically and rationally. But I recall my, my brother and I. In fact, in fact, my sisters as well. You know. Uh, and I was probably about 10, 11, 12, something like that. Mm-hmm. But we were playing on the Ouija board. And I swear to you that we were playing on this thing, and that thing moved. And, you know, like, I'm in my 50s now. And every now and then I'll get with my brother. I'm in Georgia. He's in Arizona. We'll go to our mother's, you know, you know, holiday or something like this. And we'll talk about old times. I mean, and, and, and we swear to each other that we were not moving this thing. And by the way, I mean, he's got a Ph.D. in physics, okay, Caltech. And we're sitting here, and we're talking about our experiences as, you know, as, as 10, 11, 12-year-old, and that thing actually moved on its, mo- on its own. Are you saying when there were you no were, hands on you're it? You're saying you weren't touching it, and it moved. No, 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 no. We were touching it. Okay, then it, yeah, it, would, it moves, yeah. But it would move, it would spell out things. As a matter of fact, I know. That Ouija board <laughs> would spell out, and we ask it, who are you? And you know what it spelled out? Shahim Frash. No, it spelled out a name of a dead actor who actually played on these Lay's commercials, these Lay's potato chips commercials. But you didn't know who the actor's name was at the time? At the, you know what? At the time, we, none of us were thinking about it, but you know, we recognized it after it spelled it out, and then we. Asked I would have been it. more impressed if you hadn't recognized it and you looked it up on the internet later, because the no, fact that you recognized no, 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 it no, no, meant no, no, that it spelled something hello, hello. which was in your subconscious. I'm 50 years old. There was no internet. Okay. Well, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there was no internet. Okay, and 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 so you know, we ask it, "Where are you?" And it spelled out, H. E L L. You know what? You know I wouldn't poo-poo this. Honestly, I'm as rock solid, stable as you want to get. Yeah, I but that really doesn't am. mean that your brother's not. He, well, you don't have to be to unstable you. to to be, uh, you know, to to 
subconsciously move a thing and think that it moved on its own. No, 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 no. You see, you see, and that's just it. You know, that's why I kind of really hate even saying these stories to anybody because they, you know they think they all oh, they make up you know all kind of different things. Oh, you're probably this, you're probably that. Look, you man, know what? You're, you know, you're not I'm being not open minded. Here's the problem: you're not being open minded. I'm not being you've come, you've jumped to a conclusion about what happened without considering all the possibilities of okay. what could have happened. Okay, now, now tell me, what is the possibility? After, I already after, said it. After 40 years, my brother and I are still playing games. I moved it or he moved it, and he's still trying to trick me. That's possible. That's possible. I would both, go for that story, no, it, it doesn't even have to be that. You could have both moved it and not realized it. Because no, I, I, without no, a doubt, no, you're moving that you, thing. You know what? No. You know what? Please, <laughs> please, no. You know what? Yeah, these... I don't know what's going on, but I think there there really is something about that Ouija board. All right, I man. Really, I can't really discount do. your belief yeah, system. It's, it's Dale, it's I think possible. you need to get one for Porkfest. Hey, oh, thanks. <laughs> Dale needs a reunion with the uh, with the Ouija board. All right, Fine, man. Shep. Thanks for the call, dude. Yeah, Shep. <laughs> We're coming up. You can take control. Bring up anything. 800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. It's Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll-free, bring up what you want, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free. So enjoy those on us. And if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, you may do so by becoming an amplifier. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is you send in 3 bucks a month via any major credit card through PayPal or use Visa or MasterCard right on our secure website. And uh, we'll take that money and reinvest it into the show. Getting on more great radio stations across the country, bringing more internet listeners on board, and exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. So go to amp.freetalklive.com. Learn more about the perks you'll get access to, like the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only forum, and podcast and more. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. Makes a big difference for us, as in fact we're preparing for a trip to New York City here in a few weeks. Probably less than a few weeks, like two-ish weeks from now i think it was 18 uh, days last i looked yeah yeah so we're going to be up there uh, doing our thing and we'll find some of our wonderful co-hosts to come in and continue uh hosting the show so you will not get any uh refed programming you will not get any repeats you will get fresh content from us even while we're not on the program because we're going to be schmoozing it with the industry bigwigs at the talkers new media seminar in uh, manhattan so it's thanks to our free talk live amplifiers for making uh making it possible for us to visit these industry conventions which i think are are very important for free talk live i'd have to say that that's true i i don't know how many stations we add as a result this is sort of a brand building exercise yeah, you don't go there and expect to sign an agreement with a radio station while you're there but you do go and and press the flesh with uh, the the industry big timers and and that makes a difference in the long run those people knowing who you are 
Yeah, uh, I mean, for people have to take the show seriously. There are plenty yeah. of sort of you know little radio shows out there done on the internet, done on small stations, oh, yeah. done on small networks. Lots of people want to break into the big time, and uh, because of the amplifiers, I think Free Talk Live has uh, is either broken or is breaking into uh, faking it till we're making it. Yeah, you know. I mean, <laughs> All right, so we'll continue here. So thanks to all of our Free Talk Live amplifiers, and you can become one over at amp.freetalklive.com. Going to Matt, listening in Illinois on the amp lines. Matt, you're on Free Talk Live. Good evening, Mark, Dale, and Ian. What's on your mind tonight, Matt? Uh, uh, well, um, first off, the word you're looking for in terms of uh, Ouija boards is a planchette. That is the thing that ah. goes on the Ouija board with the little hole in it That's that what it's called, points yep. out the letters. Yep. Planchette. Now, you know this because you did a you actually wrote a novel about uh, Ouija board experiments gonna awry or something like that, right? That is correct. And uh, that's why I called. I figured as long as you were call, talking about uh, Ouija boards, I'd call and shamelessly promote my book, which is called The Ouija Years. And uh, at one time it was available at your website. Um, but if you just do a search for the Ouija's, you, you will find it. What is, yeah, just uh, what was the dedicated uh, URL for the the Ouija's on Free Talk Live? I think it was book.freetalklive.com. It's possible it's still there. Yeah, I don't know. Either if that, that or ebook.freetalklive.com. I think book.freetalklive might take you to Free Keen's website, but I'm not positive on that. But can you get it through Amazon, Matt? Uh, no, it's it's okay. only available on a. Uh, Actually, it's, it's my brother's website. So, um, gotcha. or you, you can also go to zanderblessman dot com and, and get it there. That's s z a n d o r b l e s. It is actually at ebook dot dot com. So, why, uh, Matt, would somebody want to go do this? I mean, what is your experience with with Ouija boards? Have you ever had one uh, personally? Yes, I've had uh, personal experiences with the Ouija boards. In fact, I had a uh, an experience. Uh, Quite similar to Gene's. Uh, uh, ebook um, works, by the way. Ebook.freetalklive.com. Yeah. So oh, cool. your experience was with the table levitating? Um, no, bad. But um, and uh, actually, I wasn't using Ouija boards, but it was a very spiritual um, experience that I had. And it actually did the opposite for me than what it did for Gene. Whereas it, it whereas Gene. Uh, says he he became a a Christian because of that. It turned me away from organized religion. Hmm. Um, so unless Why? he's a Christian, in terms of you know not in terms of organized religion, uh, which is different. Um, for me, it really really turned me off to organized religion. The the spiritual experience that I had as a as a child. So what, uh, I mean, how, how moving was this for you? Who were you participating with? Was it family members, friends? Who was doing this with you? It was all by myself. It was on my own. Really? It, okay, so you said uh, it wasn't even a Ouija board. What, what was this method for you? What, what happened? I was just meditating, and um, I started meditating, trying to, uh, uh, trying to move things, um, and... Uh, I fell out of bed because the bed started moving. It scared the hell out of me. It it made it so I no longer meditated anymore for a long time. No, you I weren't at a cheap motel that. with the uh, the fingers, the magic fingers, the magic fingers. <laughs> no, I was in my own bedroom at no. home. Okay. <laughs> what wow. can you say? Yeah. One's experience is what one's experience is. So you're there alone in your room. 
You are yeah. on your bed. You are meditating, uh, sitting in like what an Indian kind of uh, position or, or something. Happened? I was actually laying down. I was doing some very deep meditations, mm-hmm. some very deep breathing exercises, and um, I started. Uh, I was trying to have an out of body experience, and uh, the bed just lifted up and knocked me right off, and I fell to the ground. <laughs> wow! And looked. And, it was uh, it was really really scary. So you know I, that I've never really that reminds me of a about it. very vivid dream I had. I just assume it was a vivid dream. I have no reason to think much otherwise. But I, a very vivid dream I had where I was trying to well, I was imagining myself levitating, you know, in my bed. And uh, I was young, and I would always sort of like experiment with stuff like that and everything. And 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 I and I I shot up like almost right up to the ceiling. It felt like I did, and scared the crap out of me. Like it, like like I wasn't doing it. Like something else was doing it. You know, oh, and, that, that's um, creepy. Yeah, it scared the crap out of me. But uh, you know, it. But you know, I just it just. But that you thought that was a dream. dream. I assumed it. Whereas a Matt, dream. you are certain you are awake for this uh, this experience. Oh yeah, I was very much very much awake and aware of what was going on, and I, I looked over at the bed, and there it was, kind of about two inches off the ground, just kind of shaking. Now you for about two or three seconds and then it came down with a thud. This was after you'd been thrown from the bed. So you were on the floor at this point looking up at the bed levitating? Correct. Correct. Did your parents not Correct. notice a bed thudding in the the bedroom? Because it would seem like, you know, a bed is a pretty large object and it would make a heck of a, a, a loud noise. What, what was, what's they, the explanation for that? They did notice it, yes. My mother yelled upstairs, what the hell are you doing up there? That's a good Nothing, question. Mom. So it happened. It happened afterwards. Yes. What uh, at that? I mean, at that point, did you continue down this road of uh, of meditation? I mean, you said you were trying to move things when when you were meditating. Was it your intention to move the bed, or were you just trying to move something in general, and that's what moved? How did that work out? At that point in time, um, as I recall it, I started getting these feelings that. Someone or something was, was was looking for me. It was very, very paranoid feelings. And this is before I ever did any kind of drugs. Hmm. And um, <laughs> so I, I, I started getting these very weird, paranoid feelings, and it scared me. And so I stopped. I just, I just said, no, that's it. I don't, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to, want to, because I just, I got scared. I didn't. Hmm. I don't know that I would be able to deal with it now as an adult if this started happening. So, um, so was but, so you tried to stop, but then things kept going, or what happened? I'm confused. No, I stopped. I stopped. Uh, I stopped meditating, and it just stuff just went away, and um, I just went on with my teenage life. And then uh, a couple of years later, I started doing drugs, and I didn't need to uh, meditate anymore. <laughs> so, wow. Now all we need is an alien abduction story and a good Sasquatch uh, sighting. Uh, we need our bell, right? I mean, this is—I th- I think it's interesting. I think people's experiences. I have to tell I, you another. I did a practical joke with a Ouija board once. It was pretty funny too. I, I think people's experiences are very interesting, and especially when they are so just unbelievable. I mean, the, the whole idea that you know you were thrown from your bed—that's a—that's a pretty big it's a heck story. Of a claim. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's still kind of hard for me to believe that it actually happened, and, and sometimes I try to rationalize it. At, at one time, I remember thinking, well, maybe there was an earthquake that happened that night, or maybe something else happened, or, or you know. But mm-hmm. I've never, you know, I, I experienced what I experienced, and that's how it is, and I just got to accept it. Now, has there been so. something since then? Was there something with your drug experiences that uh, was similar, or I mean, why'd you bring that up? Oh. Um, yeah, at one time I was tripping real hard on LSD, and I saw Jesus floating above me, and actually talked to him for a couple of minutes. And did he I tell you not to do LSD anymore, night. son? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Thanks, Matt, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. You too can see Jesus. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Appreciate hearing from you. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can take control of the airwaves here, and if you're going to do drugs, we recommend uh, harm reduction techniques like going to arrowid.org and doing some research first. Hour three's next. Hunting, shooting, camping, apparel, auto ATV, tactical gear, survival equipment. OutdoorBunker.com is your one-stop discount shop for all your outdoor survival needs. From scopes, holsters, and knives to backpacks, flashlights, sleeping bags, and more, OutdoorBunker.com features a massive selection at incredible prices. Orders over $100 get free shipping. FTL listeners, get the UTG Deluxe Universal Horizontal Shoulder Holster for only $9.95. I've got mine. Get yours at OutdoorBunker.com slash FTL now. Talk Live, you may dial in toll free as we launch here into the third hour of the program and bring up whatever you'd like at 800 259 9231. You can enjoy the features on our website for free. If you'd like, you can uh, help support the show by giving us some Bitcoin. You can go to bitcoin.freetalklive.com to get a little bit of detail on how you can go about doing that. You'll also see the Bitcoin logo at the top right of our website. You can learn more about Bitcoin at weusecoins.org. If you're tired of watching the value of the U.S. dollar plummet or whatever fiat currency in the country in which you live, uh, you're tired of watching the banks charging you endless fees and want to take back control of your own money, then look at Bitcoin, the world's first decentralized, anonymous internet currency, gaining popularity every day, free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can get Bitcoins anywhere uh, anywhere in the world and use them anywhere in the world, and their value only seems to be growing with time. Learn more at weusecoins.org. That's weusecoins.org as we continue here. Uh, we've got, uh, for those of you just tuning in, We've got everything to talk about here from dancing at the uh, Jefferson Memorial being deemed illegal by some court in D.C. Uh, all the way to Ouija boards and sort of I, I don't know, the floating furniture board story. You have another Ouija board story. Yeah. All right. So I'll tell you what. Hold that thought. I want to okay. get some other calls here and some thoughts. Of course, you can bring up anything you'd like as well. 800-259-9231. People are explaining their bizarre, questionable and very persuasive for them, at least, uh, experiences. It's hard to for, for us on the outside to be more than skeptical because, well, it's their Didn't experience. Didn't happen to us. Right. We weren't there. We can't really question too much about it. Uh, I think that some of them are very, very interesting. So you can bring up anything you'd like, though. 800-259-9231. And uh, we go to your calls. Don is listening in Virginia. Don, you're on Free Talk Live at the Indale and Mark. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, Don. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I just wanted to say for anyone who has these experiences, uh, who believes, you know, absolutely it's true, uh, I'm sure you've probably heard this before, but, uh, you know, if you know it's true and you can prove it, 
there's a couple million dollars out there in prizes. <laughs> yeah. If you just Google yeah. uh, list prizes Supernatural, Wikipedia will give you a full list. Uh, I mean, so Gene doesn't uh, feel left out there in China. There's even one in China for 10 million, uh, 10 million yen, and you can win it with uh, a million yen U.S. Do- uh, not a million yen. Uh, a million U.S. dollars as well at the same time. Uh, I'm not going to spoil the results for anybody who looks at the list on Wikipedia, but uh, nobody's claimed anything yet. So you can still get the money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it, if all it takes is to sit down and chant uh, to make a table levitate, then surely someone should be able to to, uh, to do it. Of course, then I'm sure all the excuses come out like, well, the spirits don't want to do it in front of uh, in front of an audience or whatever the excuses might be. As maybe to, spirits don't like to – maybe they're a little stage shy. I don't know. Maybe they don't like skeptics like James Randi. Yeah. I, I don't know either. But uh, Right. Well, well, maybe if you uh, promise to donate the million dollars to the amplifier line, maybe, maybe that will make them want to perform. The old spirits home. <laughs> that will motivate them. Hey, thanks for pointing that out. It's certainly worth uh, mentioning. James Randi, of course, uh, is the former magician who is now kind of known more for, I think, his his public skepticism about various different things. Uh, There's a list of reasons why the spirits never perform publicly or in a ver- <laughs> in a lab situation where it could be verified. Or right. He's uh, close with uh, Penn and Teller as well. They've had him on their show, BS, a number of times in the television program. And uh, this is, I think it's known as the Randy Challenge or something like that. He's basically like a professional skeptic. Yeah, so he's he's put up a bunch of his own money, and I think other people have kind of thrown their money in as well. Uh, to, it started at like ten thousand dollars of his own money, but then yeah. there people, yeah, started, people started donating. The fund is up to well over a million dollars now, yeah. I believe. So, uh, so it's there, and I'm sure you can go find it online. Uh, Randy skepticism fund, whatever, you, whatever it takes. Uh, but I, obviously, there's certain provisions on it, right? I mean, you have to do whatever it is that you claim you can do that is so-called supernatural, but do it under controlled conditions uh, to where the it can be repeated and, and you can really prove that, uh, that you've it's, done something. It just needs something. to be verifiable that, it, verifiable. yes, it happened and that there was no trickery involved. Right. And it's, 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 you know, all the basic stuff that you would it's, – it's what you would expect if you're trying to, you know, show, show any kind of thing that is that, – that amounts to proof. And most of these – but most people, when they're telling their stories – they're telling them in such a way that they understand that this was not a repeatable incident. Right, like Matt's story being thrown out of a bed and having the bed levitate off the right. floor. I mean, how are you, how's Matt going to say as a 12-year-old 12, or, 12 or even now, oh, yeah, I, could, I can redo that whole bed levitating thing? Or Gene, uh, you know, I mean, he whatever his experiences was when he was 12 as far as tables levitating, just could he do it now? He, he For one, he believes that it's contrary to his current religious beliefs. So, he so is it worth a million dollars to send his soul to hell? I suspect. <laughs> Not um, well, Dale. Yeah. I mean, do you think you could get the uh, Ouija board to uh, predict where your uh, most recent dog or cat uh, has uh, Dale is ventured off a cat. to? Missing, missing a cat. A cat. Um, it's yeah. been quite some time. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you like to know whether, where the cat is? I, mean, I would not feel the... confident in the answer unless I could then go and find my cat. Well, that would be nice. I mean, yeah, that, whip I, out the Ouija nice. board. Let's where find is out. Where's the cat? And then if I go and I find the cat, then that's going to be that's going to be considerable. That that's going to be that would be that yeah. would have a considerable impact on me because that's something that you know, you know, I didn't have any form. My my inclination, my my. My most simple explanation, and to me this is not it – just, it just seems to make the most sense, is that people are moving it subconsciously. Our mm-hmm. minds are very elaborate. I, That's this the Ouija much board. I know. Yes, the moving the Ouija board. 
uh, the, our minds are moving it subconsciously. We're moving it. We don't realize it. Um, uh, and the people say if you put on a blindfold that it doesn't behave well at all. I bet. You know, I mean, it, it, it's, it's gibberish at that point. So, you know, and do the spirits. Are they, you, know, you know, someone might say, well, the spirits the spirit. are possessing you, so they need to be able to see. They you need know, your eyes. Yeah, yeah that's they, an interesting. Just like they need your hands. They need your eyes, too. So you can, right. you know, it, it's whatever. Well, you know, and I had an experience that I believe had something to do with a Sasquatch or something like that. How am I going to get Lurimum back to that same spot? Every night when I drive by there, I look in that spot to see if he's still there, and he's not. <laughs> All right, so Dale, your other Ouija board experience. Well, this is a, I played a practical joke on a friend of mine who was a true, true believer, and it was April Fools, and he mm-hmm. had not he had lost track of this fact that it was April first. <laughs> <laughs> Story's so, already funny. So uh, yeah, we just said me and my friend just came up with an elaborate. I'm gonna. I said uh, Eric, you and I are gonna do the Ouija board. And I'm going to be the super, super skeptic, right? Because I always am the skeptic anyway in, 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 my, in that group of friends. And uh, I'm going to be super skeptical. And it's going to become the, over, the evidence for the spirit is going to become overwhelming. And I'm going to keep denying it. And, and we, we just worked my friend up into a frenzy. We kept, having question, it kept answering questions accurately. You know, and then and and and, uh, and I was like, no, I don't believe it's really. I think Eric, I think you're moving it. And Eric's like, no, no, I'm not moving. You know, and it just went on like this for a while. And and, and so, finally, because you were the super skeptic, he didn't suspect you of actually moving it. Right, I was the one moving it. You right. know, I think I think we even had Eric put a blindfold on. Since I was the skeptic, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we put a blindfold on Eric and. And uh, I just kept like making up ridiculous crap to explain it, you know, because I was like, so, so skeptical. I finally started spelling out like, Bobby, you're such an idiot. I can't believe you're falling for this. And, and, he, and, and, and he was not really reading it. He was seeing that it was spelling out words, but he wasn't reading it. That was how I was trying to tell him that we were playing a joke on him. And I was saying April Fool's. And so he was just taking your word for it as far as what it was? I was spelling was out and he was writing it down. He was, I see. you know, the third party standing next to it, writing down the letters as they came out. And I started spelling out, you know, April Fool's, Bobby, you're so gullible, or something like that. And um, I couldn't spell gullible. <laughs> and he was just getting more and more worked up. It's spelling out entire sentences now, you know. The Ouija board needs just a spell check. I was rolling on the floor, red in the face, laughing at this, and, and he didn't Wait, know. so how long did it take him to figure it out? Uh, well, we finally just had to say it to him. Really? You know, when I was rolling on the floor laughing, he started to figure something was up. You was know? he not making the connection that it was telling him April Fool? Yeah, no, it was he. He was just way too caught wow. up in it. He Incredible. was he was tuning it out. I think one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. Some say what you were talking about earlier, Dale, with the people involuntarily moving this. Uh, the Ouija phenomenon, according to Wikipedia, has been criticized by many scientists as a hoax related to the what they call the ideomotor response. Yes, that's uh, what I was talking about without having a technical term for it. Concept in hypnosis and psychological research is ver- derived from the terms ideo or idea, mental representation, and motor, muscular action. The phrase is most commonly used in reference to the process whereby a thought or mental image brings about a seemingly reflexive or automatic. Uh, automatic muscular reaction, often of minuscule des- uh, degree, and potentially outside of the awareness of the subject. So, one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can take control of the airwaves. You can bring up anything you'd like. Coming uh, back, we've got to talk about. If we get a chance, of course, your calls come first. We get a chance. We'll talk about the idea of public property and how to get from here to where we want to be, where there is no more public property. Uh, so I know, Dale, you had some skepticism around one of the ideas, which is just sell it off. We're coming up. 800-259-9231. You take control. 
As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy, and the taxes be the very beast stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why the Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, and no smoke, secondhand or otherwise. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up what you want. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. We've got a webcam. You can go watch, listen, and interact because the chat room is built into the very same page. So go to cam.freetalklive.com to do all that stuff for free. That's cam.freetalklive.com. LibertyManiacs.com. They have the largest online Liberty brand featuring the most comprehensive selection of original posters, stickers, apparel, embroidered hats, and over 100 different other products. From hilarious satire to hard-hitting artistic commentary, LibertyManiacs.com is devoted to outfitting the Liberty movement worldwide with intelligent, eye-catching, and fashionable gear that expresses your personal dedication to Liberty. No-hassle, money-back guarantee on all products. New products almost every day. It's LibertyManiacs.com. Toll-free number here, 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. So earlier in the show tonight, for those of you just tuning in, we talked about the idea of public property and getting it out of the hands of government because with public property comes some problems. Um, on one hand, the government says that, oh, you're supposed to have the freedom to assemble, or at least they used to say that. They don't really so much care about it yeah, anymore. They don't really mention that much anymore. Uh, but Civics class, they still push it. Right, but that's kind of what, what brought it up in the beginning was there was a young lady who was dancing. Uh, had, she had headphones in. She was dancing to her own music silently in front of the Jefferson, or at the Jefferson Memorial. She was arrested for this. The D.C. Circuit, circuit Court basically said, yeah, the government's fully within their rights to arrest this young lady because you can't do this stuff. Like, we can decide what you can and can't do as far as your assembly, your speech on government property. And all they have to do is just put it in uh, terms like reasonable viewpoint uh, restrictions. I've already crossed it. Viewpoint, uh, it's, it's viewpoint neutral. Yeah, that's do right. You, reasonable viewpoint neutral restrictions. Do you remember, uh, I don't know, if I, I would like to watch them again. It's been a while. But do you remember how uh, there was a, that TV show Bewitched? Mm-hmm. And they would... Uh, and, and, and several times in the show, they they summoned a founding father to the present. Yes, you remember that. And there uh, was they a, did I Benjamin think Franklin. Benjamin Franklin went and gave a speech in the park and got arrested, arrested. Yeah. <laughs> by police, you know, for not getting a permit to have wow. that assembly or whatever. And the and Benjamin Franklin's quoting the Constitution, and he's like, yep. this is still in effect today, right? And nope. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we had uh, there was a video recently out of I think it was California where a couple of guys got arrested for reading the Bible out in front of uh, the DMV, just completely on public property, just. Just doing their thing, assembling and reading what they thought was important to them, and they were arrested for it. So there's all kinds of examples where government people have put restrictions on the so-called freedom of speech. And, of course, they just run with it, and we all get you know less free as a result. Well, but what I had suggested was uh, that – what I think, Mark, you and I had kind of both suggested that – This is the foreseeable result, though, Ian. This is what I've been trying to get across, and I don't think I'm quite getting it to you. This makes sense – 
Now, would you agree that you do not have the right to peaceably assemble in the fast lane of I-95 South in uh, Washington, D.C.? It doesn't seem like a smart idea. But well, I, I think that sit-ins are a completely valid form of protest. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, so, I mean, right. Like, there's a purpose for the area, and that purpose is driving. And when you're doing something besides driving, then it's a bad idea, and you're obstructing traffic, and you need to get out. And if that's if a cop's got to come and drag you off to the side, I'm fine with that. That makes some sense to me. Now, I understand the whole property Uh, public property argument. I really do. That's not what I want to get into here. What I'm saying is is that the government is so invasive and it's in so many things that it shouldn't be in that it's natural and understandable that they have to assign sort of uh, things that are proper to do in proper areas. But as a result of that, Mark, then you get free speech zones where free speech is only allowed in a little crevice somewhere where the government has uh, has dictated. This is why the government shouldn't be in the business of, A, setting up memorials uh, for Thomas Jefferson, shouldn't be in the business of setting up uh, even roads. So the suggestion earlier was to perhaps sell this memorial to some private group. That way they could set rules and have whatever rules they want to. Sell it to a particular group, the Jefferson Memorial Foundation that would then well, run it in the way that presumably they you would sell it to the highest bidder. Um, but uh, that's Dale, what you, you're proposing. I'm not proposing that. You objected to that. Well, I I worry. I'm just saying I worry about sort of this piecemeal solution of trying to deal with public property while there's still this incredibly invasive government. Like like the suggestion was made uh, locally recently because there were some people having protests in the park. That's public property, and that was their defense. And 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 the, and, that, and the solution proposed is to sell it to make it a private thing, and then you can set all kinds of rules and everything. And I would so I would so totally see an invasive government exploiting the crap out of that. You know how so? You know I mean they can put all kinds of pressures on whoever owns that park or whatever. And 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 the whoever the the control freak as long as the control freaks are out there just trying to control someone dancing at the Jefferson Memorial. You know those are the kind of people they're going to be get get control of those things. I mean. I, I don't see it. Just looks like a. It's. I, I worry about it at a time when we still have statism and when we still have control freaks all over the place. They're going to use private property to to do the well, same sort of stuff. Control freaks are yeah. always going to be a, a reality, right? I yeah. mean, they're always going to be people that we can't expect that maybe everybody's going to come on board no, with the idea. Maybe ideas to of some liberty. extent, yes. But I'm just saying that. The, um, Yes, control freaks are a problem, and and but in the market, it, a control freak who puts too many restrictions on can be competed against by people yeah. that maybe would appreciate having. We don't more have a freedom. free market, though. <laughs> we don't right. have. A, I mean, this again. This I agree is a with piece you. Mill selling off parks and things to there private. Are, as private property when we don't have a society that respects that respects property we don't have this non-intrusive state we have a state that intrudes on private property okay all the time. but how do you get to where uh, we want to go i mean if, if that's if you're objecting to this and i think you have valid reasons i think there are other valid reasons mm-hmm. to object to this as well because it could be politically uh, manipulable i'm not objecting and, to it necessarily i just don't want to see it put forth as like it's going to just solve all the problems well because because i i think it's i think it's you're going to be you might be surprised at how not how it doesn't really solve the problems that well. The, the when you so when you turn it over to some organization, then that organization can no longer get the government funding. Is what my understanding of it is. And if it if the government goes ahead and funds an organization, and I'll tell you, the local government here, you were talking about the uh, the Central Square issue um, here in Keene, New Hampshire, where uh, the president uh, at the time of the Free State Project proposed just turning it over to some organization who would run it in the way that they wished, and then they could do whatever they want wanted with it. He wasn't real happy with the shenanigans that were going on uh, downtown, and mm-hmm. and that was his solution to it. And I thought that it was valid. Now, here in Keene, the city government 
is busy handing out money to all kinds of private organizations, and they probably would try to hand out some money to this organization, too. I think that that's another step that one needs to take in which the government does not pick winners. The government does not hand out money to uh, organizations. Well, then wouldn't you want to support, then in that case, Mark, the open bids process on something like this rather than just grant, okay, let's give it to the Jefferson Memorial Fund because they're named right. Wouldn't you rather just then open it up to the highest bidder at that point? I, I, Isn't that less they're still prone controlling to corruption? It. I mean, that, you know, either, well, less so with the open bid, but when they if they decide who gets it, they're basically picking someone who's going to run it the way they want them to run it anyway at that point you're just i I don't know you're saying highest bidder is the best way to go about it i'm not saying i'm not saying that's the best way i'm saying between this your suggestion of just granting it to somebody who that sounds like a political solution like well we think these are the best people to run it so we're going to hand it over to them highest bidder sounds like run it tyrannically the way the government would have the highest bidder is is a political solution too because all you have to do is spend a little bit of time in government and you'll realize that the bidding process is corrupt that uh you know that they'll be you know they'll they'll put the highest number but then they'll say oh well this and that and you have to pay for this you have to pay for that so they'll just have the highest bottom line number but it won't be in so fact, then the just number. leave it open uh, to homesteading i don't know man give me another idea 800-259-9231 that's the SACL cai toll free line what would work the best to get the stuff out of their hands Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 90 talk radio stations from coast to coast. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our 90 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than $1,000 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. And the features on the site include the bulletin board system. You can get interactive over at bbs.freetalklive.com bbs.freetalklive.com allows you to interact with other listeners of this program and it's all for free are you looking for camping hunting or shooting gear manventureoutpost.com carries knives ammunition scopes binoculars laser sights tactical flashlights fish finders and boating equipment manventureoutpost.com they're family owned and members of the better business bureau prices so low in some cases they can't be advertised because the manufacturers have a prohibition against that get additional 5% 5% off. They're already low prices with coupon code FTL. That's FTL is in Free Talk Live. You can get it quick. Get it from manventureoutpost.com. All right. So 800-259-9231 is the number. Public property. It's a problem because, well, if everybody owns it, then no one really does, at least in it, theory. It really is an oxymoron. The yeah. notion of public property. They, they, are, they are two words that mean opposite things that make, not, that make no sense to put together. Right. In theory, at least, it's public, so everybody should be able to use it. But of course, in reality, 
public is just another word for government, and we and all property know means the ability to exclude others from the use of something. That's like the, the the most straightforward definition of what property is: is you have the ability to exclude others from the usage of something, and or the right to exclude others from the usage mm-hmm. of something. And and if it's public, obviously, then you can't exclude others In from the use of it. Theory, but they do, of course. Yes, of course and they do. The and government uh, excludes whoever they want for whatever reasons they want to, and it's very rare that. Uh, any court will actually err on the side of freedom these days as far as your ability to access so-called public property. I mean, Dale, you and I have been arrested on so-called public property for being there at this jail locally here uh, over a year ago at this point. And we were just there doing a, a, essentially an outreach or a protest event, whatever you want to call it. We were there. We weren't hurting anything. Nothing was being destroyed, broken, etc. We were just peacefully holding signs and walking around the jail as we'd done at the old jail many a time. But they came, the cops came out, arrested us without even a warning. Yeah. So, I mean, we've had this happen to us. They tried to pretend that there was a warning issued after the fact yeah. to try and justify it's nonsense. it. nonsense. <laughs> uh, so we've had this actually happen in our own personal lives. And, of course, there's story after story of people who have just been clearly abused by the system. Uh, in this case, a young lady dancing at the Jefferson Memorial on Thomas Jefferson's birthday, celebrating in her own personal way uh, with music that was only being heard in her ears. She had headphones on. She was dancing in front of the... the sort of expressive dance. Right, at the memorial, and she was arrested for this. And a court has decided that that's okay. It's okay for the government to tell you that you can't dance at the Jefferson Memorial. Because even though it was midnight and on a weekend, it could have drawn a crowd at certain times, so therefore it was okay to outlaw... What's wrong with drawing a crowd to a big memorial for a founding father? Well, the, well, the suggestion is is that, uh, according to the judge here, picketing, speech-making, marching, holding vigils or religious services, and all other like forms of conduct which involve communication or expression of views or grievances engaged in by or uh, one or more persons, the conduct of which has the effect, intent, on uh, propensity to draw a crowd of, of onlookers. So, what a, b- a bunch of malarkey! I mean, just shorten I mean, the it right down. outfit could draw right. Out, uh, onlookers, right? Just shorten it down. Clearly, that would be a violation. Uh, just shorten it down to you will do what we say. I mean, because that's all just a bunch of rigmarole for we own you and you'll do what we say where we say you can do it. And if you don't do what we say, then we'll put you in a cage. I OK. So the problem I have with this, Ian, is not that they claim to own you because they don't claim to own you in this instance. They claim you will behave in a fashion that is acceptable because to they the own Jefferson you. Memorial. And the biggest problem is you will pay for the Jefferson Memorial and its upkeep. Because we own you. Mm. And that's the problem. If I start a Jefferson Memorial and I say, nobody can come in here that doesn't act the way you must keep incredibly silent and only wear this paper smock, whatever my rules are, those Mm. rules are valid and okay for my Jefferson Memorial. Now, fewer people will come because I'm putting all these rules on, but that's okay. It's my Jefferson Memorial. I get to do what I I want. The government should be able to do, you know, an organization that owns this should be able to do what they want. Very importantly, you don't have the the ability to to force people to pay you to support that memorial. That's the issue. It's about monopoly of governance, monopoly of, uh, of of ownership in this area. It should be, this should have been left to somebody to create a Jefferson. I think Monticello is probably, my guess, I don't know for sure, I'm just th- coming off the top of my head, is probably, uh, which is uh, Jefferson's home, uh, by the mm-hmm. way, Monticello, is probably owned by some foundation or something like that. Maybe it was given at, to the state parks services, I don't know. But, you know, they should be able to do what they want. 
1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. So, Mark, is there more to impart about this particular story? Is uh, this young lady going to appeal this? I don't think that that – I don't know that that's true. Uh, here's a, some words from the judge here. It's, true, the dancing occurred close to midnight on a weekend, making it less likely that a crowd would gather. But the question is not whether her dancing was likely to attract attention at the particular time, as with the other prohibitive activities of picketing, speech-making, marching, and holding vigils or religious services. Excessive dancing might not draw an audience when nobody is around. It would seem like it would be very difficult for excessive dancing to draw an audience when no one is around. But Mm -hmm. whatever. But the conduct is nonetheless prohibited because it stands out as a type of performance creating you, went, you own, let one performance you gotta let them all its own center of attention distracting from the atmosphere of solemn commemoration that the regulations are designed to preserve Ugh. <laughs> oh man i know you don't like it but this is what i'm saying is do this, you like this it? is valid for this place it's the no, monopoly it's not because it's stolen and it's not valid nothing, nothing they say is valid it's valid for that it's a criminal gang making a decision about stolen property mark nothing criminal about gang, that is valid in any way divest themselves of this i understand that do you understand why it's not valid because it's not real property owned by anyone of legitimacy it's not currently real property owned by anyone of legitimacy right so it's public property and so this young lady should be able to go back and dance her little heart out and so should should a bunch of other people public property is owned by no one so therefore uh, right while there is this concept actually public public property is most accurately described as being owned by the government because correct because the term public is is an alternative word for government and if the government wishes to be as far as i'm concerned the government can have all of its property as long as it stops stealing from people. I'm with you it there, stops dude. Threatening from pe- threatening. That's people. what I said. I, you know, look, I, I won't show up at your court anymore if you just stop stealing from people. <laughs> if you stop putting people in cages yeah. who aren't hurting anybody, of course they have so stealing. much illegitimate property at this point that was stolen and so, paid for with stolen funds. That, but that, if you that, turn that, it over to them, they'll do so poorly because they're so ill-prepared for the marketplace that they'll have possible. to sell off and divest themselves of the property over time. The so, property the government owns? It's such a yeah. horrible bureaucracy that if it was just like a big company, that was a super, super big company, it would just be like horribly clunky and just fall apart. There are only two <laughs> problems with government, Ian. This is the, the point I'm trying to make. There are two problems. One, they steal from people in the form of taxation. They threaten, they threaten people, if you don't give us money, we'll mm-hmm throw you in jail or take your house away or whatever. And two, they get rid of organizations that may try to compete with them. Mm. They will stop them. They'll put them out of business and that kind of thing. Those two things. Yeah, it's, a cri- it's a criminal enterprise from top to bottom. Criminals would do, would do just this. Yes. So your thoughts are certainly welcome at 800-259-9231, especially if you've got an original idea or something that you'd like to share in regards to how to change this. Because the while steps we from all, here to there. Right. While we all agree that public property is a terrible idea it still is an idea that is prevalent it's an idea that people believe in and they believe in it to different extents so like the people in the government believe it's theirs and they can do whatever the heck they want they want with it and you'll live and then somebody like me might believe that well if it's public property it's mine so i get to go there and do whatever the heck i want with it and somewhere in the middle there's a there's a bit of a conflict of interest and somebody's going to get thrown in a cage and so that's, it's something that needs to change. There's, I don't think, any real good answer necessarily. Like you, you mentioned all the property out west. The government owns a lot of property. Almost all of west. Alaska. So how do you get rid of that? How do you get that out of their hands? It seems to me like big property like that that's just kind of empty. That's the easiest. You can just turn over to homesteading. Just, okay, we're, we're yeah. divesting. Well, yeah, it's mostly not built on and stuff. Yeah, right. You yeah. go, take whatever you want. 
I don't know how that's going to work out, but the market will determine that. Other stuff like the Jefferson Memorial, maybe it would make more sense to put that up to the highest bidder to pay off poor bastards that are trying to expect Social Security checks down the line, like Carrie Brown suggested. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain. Maybe enough time for you and your thoughts if you make the call right now. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Joining you this evening, it's Ian and Dale and Mark. And we invite you to our website, freetalklive.com. Features there, free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. If you've ever been the victim of an injustice, then decided to do nothing about it because attorneys are just too expensive, jurisdictionary.com is the course for you. It arms you with the information on how to use the court's rules. Until you know these rules, you're fighting in the dark. It works for plaintiffs or defendants in civil or criminal matters in state or federal courts. It costs less than an hour with any good attorney, and the four-CD course is so easy, the average eighth grader can learn it in a weekend. Visit Jurisdictionary.com. Download the free tools they have there for you, the free legal flowchart, the free weekly tips and tactics newsletters. Use the free legal dictionary. Watch the free videos. Then buy the course. Jurisdictionary.com. Remember to use the Free Talk Live, or uh, to mention Free Talk Live with the pull-down menu there when you check out, uh, just to make sure they know where you heard it from, jurisdictionary.com. All right, we continue here. We'll take your calls about what you want. Jason is in North Dakota. Jason, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Dale and Mark. Hello there. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Um, So I've got a question that I just was on the Internet, and I was looking through some uh, random videos that I usually look up, and one kind of caught my interest. And it's um, about this Vladimir Zervonsky or something, the Russian colonel of their army. And okay. um, he was talking about this new weapon that he has yet to release that could wipe out a whole continent in 15 minutes. And I'm wondering if you've heard anything about it, like what's like what you think about it. Like, is he just talking some crap or something? No, I don't know. I mean, certainly governments are focused on destruction, and I mean, yeah, and they wouldn't, we normally critique governments for being failures at what they do. Um, and however, they do pay people who are pretty good at doing some certain things. They and- do throw a lot of money at uh, defense contractors, and they end up coming up with some really horrific things. I mean, obviously, there have been some very destructive technologies that have been around for longer than my lifetime. Uh, clearly, the the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki were uh, evidence of That's that. That's just the start. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, um, so I mean, maybe he's telling the truth, maybe he's not. Yeah, I, I just wouldn't worry about it because there's nothing you could do to change it. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, did you ever hear about, like, the HARP things, the H-A-A-R-P? Yeah, it seems like a bunch of crazy, uh, paranoid conspiracy theory. Yeah, what do you think? evidence for that. Um, I just, I've just heard about this, and, like, I heard that it can, like, cause like tsunami waves and in that video he was talking about like there was a tsunami in japan he's like there was a tsunami in japan right well there's a new another tsunami on the way 
And well, there's always right. tsunamis. I mean, natural. Uh, right. Natural if if I say that there's going to be another tsunami, you could be sure I'm right. Yeah. Uh, it's just like predicting then, there's going to be another earthquake. I mean, there are earthquakes every single day uh, in, in this world. And the idea that the government has some kind of radio transmitter in Alaska that's somehow able to focus, uh, you know, a natural occurring phenomenon is right. and, preposterous. And if they do, what are you going to do about it? I have no idea. That's right. Like, I was trying to get some That's input, one of those but, things uh, where I just like it's not even worth the the you know the we, calories. We'll never know about it. We'll never be able to prove it. We'll never know. We'll never be able to do anything about it. It's one of those things that will just do nothing but cause you stress. Right. And, Let's just shut down the federal but, uh, government, and that'll solve that problem. Right. I mean, if it's true that that's really happening, and if it's true that they're spraying chemicals from the sky, and if it's true that they're poisoning the water, then if we can just shut down the government, that'll solve most of those problems. Don't you think? Oh. One other thing that he said, though, was there was some kind of feud between him and Great Britain, uh, like in 2005. Between between a Russian general wanted, and Great Britain? Yep. Yeah, like he said that he was going to put a nuclear bomb in the Atlantic Ocean and blow it up to create a tsunami wave to wipe it out. Now, what uh, – you're talking about well, – I'm sorry, to wipe what out? Britain. To wipe out Great Britain. Gotcha. So uh, you saw this video? Yeah, it's on YouTube. He it's like a news reporter that's talking to him, and he just goes off about this new technology that he has. Now is it that, it's translated uh, from Russian to English, or is he speaking English the yeah, whole time? it's translated. Gotcha. It's very and interesting. And he says that he can uh, pinpoint any point on the globe, and in 15 minutes, he can make everyone go to sleep permanently. Quite the claim. Per- sleep permanently. I've never heard of this claim before. Yeah. It's quite I thought the that was yeah. called death. Extreme claims require extreme is it, evidence. Isn't uh, that called death? <laughs> as far as sleep permanently, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> hey, thanks for the call. Good luck out there with uh, trying to discern uh, reality from fantasy, because that sounds like fantasy to me. Or, or, or somebody t- trying to scare somebody. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it just uh, I, I, right. You, maybe it wasn't translated accurately. Maybe it's just a hoax from the very get go. Who knows? Although the government does have some pretty horrifying weapons. I mean, they're the you there's know, no the, doubt. There's like the sound guns and the, the they have the new microwave crowd control microwave guns. guns. Yeah, yeah they, they, exactly. That they, they make your skin feel like it's it, frying. Yeah, they do that. That's one of those things they feel like it's okay to use on just people they don't like what they're doing. They're, they're having speech they don't like. The dancer lady might get the microwave gun on her sometime. Right. Uh, you know, dancing at this at the memorial. It's no one's under any threat of violence or anything like that. But they will whip out that microwave gun because it's it's non lethal. Non lethal. Right? What's the big deal? What's the big deal? We we'll just use it on these crowds because they're not dispersing when we want them to. And you know, with something like a microwave gun, then talking about that could make a difference because there may be some way to counteract that. There may be like you might be able to hold up a piece of uh, like a shield or something. And They've got press releases. Block that th- th- this is the thing where the government says it's got a microwave gun that will uh, make your uh, skin feel like it's on fire, uh, although it doesn't damage you permanently. You know, they've, they're putting fight. out a press release and saying we're doing this. Right, and you're not the hearing news about there it on a YouTube is, video. Hey, people. The government doesn't care about you. Right. <laughs> you know? If they have a harp gun, they'll be bragging about it. <laughs> I, who knows what they'd be doing? But they, I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. But if they do have a harp gun, and it doesn't seem very likely to me, most people will claim, oh, they caused Katrina. Why? Why? Right, right. <laughs> so, right. Uh, you know, th- th- there's... But, but that's what gets me is the motivations for these things. It's just... There's it's, a, there's a lot of, of storytelling between be here explained. and there. Yeah. Right. Why? It's a great question. If they have this horrible weapon, this technology that allows them to control the weather, then why wouldn't they announce it? 
Why wouldn't they brag about it? Why wouldn't they use it to threaten uh, other countries? I mean, these people are always looking to have a new weapon. They're always looking to have some new destructive device. And to hold it over someone in, exactly. a, in a threatening way to get their way. Yeah. Americans love the idea that we can threaten the rest of the world. The, the, the citizens of America on the, on the aggregate seem to love the idea that their country is the most powerful in the world. They feel like that's Why wouldn't them they want to you know, give them more information to bolster that opinion? Because a lot of people think that if you, bu- you know, if you express the ability to bully other people, then they won't mess with you. See, then yeah, you, sure, and that makes you safer. They could also use it to intimidate the American people as well. You know, the president could get on television and he could say, "All right, New Orleans, we've been looking at your tax returns, and it seems like only sixty percent of you are complying with the income tax. If by this year you don't get that up to seventy-five percent, we are going to unleash." Torrential rains it's for 40 Katrina days time. and 40 nights. <laughs> Why not? Why wouldn't that work? I mean, it, if it's true, it would if, you get compliance. Re- right. if you really have the ability to control the weather... Why not just throw it out there and let people know? I suppose then the idea is, well, they might be targeted for uh, retaliation. But if that were the case, then wouldn't the spy organizations already know about it? I mean, wouldn't uh, – clearly, if you on the internet have found out about HARP, then presumably the Russian you know, KGB or whatever it is that replaced them uh, would know about this and would be actively attempting to – you know, we'd be hearing about radio towers being blown up in Alaska as uh, the Russians were attempting to uh, – you know. F- Get rid of this. Counter this horrible weapon. The problem with the internet is that if I if I come up with a conspiracy theory mm-hmm. and I put it out there, I can get people to pick it up and move it down, move that ball down the line. And it, and if it gets enough people moving it down the line, you've got videos, you've got people testifying. Pretty soon, it looks like a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching the. Uh, uh, Jesus, the God who never was, or whatever we interviewed the uh, the filmmaker yeah. one time on the, on the show, and he was talking about sort of internet memes. He made one up about the spammer who was killed by having a uh, can of spam shoved down his throat, <laughs> and put it out there as a story. This is a fictional story. The story got picked up. It got emailed. He he knew how to make these things go viral. Mm-hmm. This was at a time when it was making uh, the so term he, he didn't going st- viral he didn't, didn't even exist start yet. It out, uh, uh, trying to pretend it was truthful. No, he didn't. He made it as it was as in fact it was a story, and it ended up not being a story. <laughs> so there you go. So there you go, indeed. Um, by and the way, you know, Alex Jones will be saying, "Hey, this man." Yeah. Being I don't know what down. Alex would do. I mean, I, I I feel like he tries to research his stuff pretty well, but yeah. I, that's the thing is, I'm what I'm trying to say is, it's so difficult to research these things that you need to kind of have a filter to some extent. No doubt. Hey, by the way, there's a video worth watching. Uh, it's horrible over at copblock.org. It's the D.C. guy in a wheelchair. The cop's taken slammed to the ground. You guys seen this one yet? No. Blood, blood on the pavement yeah. from a from a disabled they, person. They claim he fell out of the wheelchair. It was on video. No, he didn't. You watch the video and decide for yourself over at copblock.org. We'll see you uh, tomorrow night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Join Dale on his website, flamingfreedom.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Are you ready to explore New Hampshire, meet more than a thousand freedom-loving friends, and experience the free market in action? You can do all of these things and more at the Free State Project's 2011 Porcupine Freedom Festival at Rogers Campground in beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire. Porkfest has games, hikes, live music, dance parties, fun activities for kids, and even state-free weddings. And of course, Porkfest features the famous Agora Valley, where the free market thrives. 
You won't want to miss speakers like Stefan Molyneux and Janiel Shulman. But the best part of Porkfest is being surrounded by more than a thousand like-minded, freedom-loving friends. The fun begins on June 20th, 2011, and doesn't stop until the 26th. Porkfest 2011 is the biggest liberty-oriented event in the world. This year, you can be a part of it. Don't miss out. Visit Porkfest.com today. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Use coupon code FREETALKLIVE, all one word, for 20% off.